It's time for Two Sticks and a Stone. Just Fucking me. block her ass. Jeremy handles all that shit for the podcast because he's fat and doesn't but have I a life. So. No, <laughs> I look up to her so much as an enlightened person of God. <laughs> She's going to send me more texts. And it's like, okay, 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 okay. I, okay. I will get you that backyard furniture if you shut the fuck Dude. up. <laughs> Fucking hate Dude, people I like that. I want to see it happen so fast. <laughs> oh. I love when you make fun of her and she doesn't understand. My nice, nice fucking lesbian chair. <laughs> Two sticks and a stone. We're back. We're uploaded. We're on Spotify. You won't even know unless you listen to this and go to Spotify, but <laughs> it's exciting. So and they can listen on the RSS feed. Fuck off. So yeah, you can listen to the RSS feed. You can do it on the website. It's all there now. We'll get some social media up. We'll get some things moving. Finally. Oh, so good to be back. So good to be sitting here and get the carpet to, chair. Yeah. Get, get, <laughs> sit in my, sit in my nice, nice fucking lesbian chair and, <laughs> and, and, and enjoy myself here. And uh, remember, guys, just remember for all of our audience out there, we don't watch sports and we don't give a fuck about your squad unless it has to do with the Suicide Squad. I'm Jeremy Shaw. I'm Liam Flynn. I'm Kirk Felbert. All right, guys. We have a Suicide Squad trailer this week, so uh, that works out well. Yeah, I watched it. Oh, I know. Yeah. I figured yeah. you would. I said you sent it. I'm yeah, I sent it, yeah, he like, sent last it. Week, at the, like, it was like two days after our last podcast, but we'll get to that later. Okay. I mean, you can throw it on and watch it real quick if you want, but it's not that different than the other ones. Uh, yeah. Um, what have you been up to? Oh, you going to start, start with, with me? You. Yeah, you start yeah. this time. Oh, shit. Okay. I feel all special and shit. Yeah. Like the fucking bride of the ball. Well, you had a long drive, so maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get a whole lot done this week. Um, I started like, I, I, I'm, I'm like eight pages, 10 pages into injustice. So I'm like, I'm starting it. Okay. So I'm just getting to things where they're just explaining things a little bit. And then I plan this week to like kind of dive into it. Just finish it. Um, I did bring it with me on the road trip, but didn't even like when we, when we got into Carlsbad, I had three and a half hours to relax. And part of that was like eating food, unpacking, showering. And then I was like, I'm going to bed. Yeah. Because I was getting up right at, I was getting out. up at 6 a.m. the next morning, grabbing my son and then driving another 10 and a half yeah. hours again. So I was like, I, yeah. Um, so I tried to take your advice. It didn't work. But that's just because I didn't have. No, yeah. It's, I had it's no time. understandable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I bring my books every time and I usually um, don't read much. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So I did that. Um Worked on the Bel Air some more and had to redo some shit that I've already done. Nice. So that was awesome. But I like I know that fucking I know that brake system now, like the back of my hand. Like it's like that. That's the good thing that came out of it. But I'm gonna say some words you guys probably don't know, but that's okay. Um, I had to put the calipers and the caliper pins on there, which hold the brake pads, and there's a piston in there that compresses, so it stops the rotor from moving, which stops your car, right? So I put those on there last time, and I was like, God, these went on so fucking hard, and they took me forever, and I had to fucking bang them in and do all sort of shit. And I watched some videos where they were like, these are a little fucking difficult, like you might swear at them, blah blah. Like, okay, I get it. (laughs) So I put them all in there, get it all done, and all I have to do left was connect this little fucking aluminum brake hose bent it in the right directions everything the way that I, the way that the other one was put that on there it's all good i go to connect the the hose and the hose has these um 
like couplers at the bottom of them that you screw in with a screw. It's called a um, um, uh, like a, a flare nut or something like that. But that's where the fluid pumps in, basically. So I go to put that on there and there's not enough room. Like I can't get the bolt yeah, in the- inside of it because it's up against the control arm where the caliper is nowhere in the directions, nowhere in the fucking videos that I watched it. It say, be careful. Cause once you put these on, if you don't have the brake hoses on first, as a matter of fact, the directions actually tell you rotors first calipers, then hose. And it wouldn't fucking fit. And I lost my shit this morning. My neighbors probably thought I was a lunatic because I was like, you fucking cunt. And I just started screaming at me fucking. And, I, and, then, and then they probably thought I was even more crazy because I was like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Daddy loves you. And I was like, I was like rubbing on the car. I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. No one told me about this. We knew things were like this were going to happen. So I'm having this conversation with myself. Did you really do this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had this conversation oh my God, with my I car. so much money to see this. Yeah. Uh, so, and then I was talking to the car and I was like, it's okay. Like, you're still my baby. This is awesome. We knew this kind of shit was going to happen. So I had to pull the calipers off, which didn't take that long. And then I found out before I did this little endeavor that you're supposed to grease the pins. So this time I greased the pins and everything went on like fucking perfect. Like I didn't have to bang anything around. So it in the long run, it's awesome because now it's back together the right way. And, it was and I greased and the bearings the right way. Like everything's good. Um, so it'll be even better than it was before. But yeah, when I, uh, yeah, when this, this morning it was like 830 in the morning with a cup of coffee. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And it just would, <laughs> it wouldn't fit. And then like I ranted for 30 seconds like I normally do. And then I was like, all right, all right, let's just deal with it. <laughs> And we and I took it all apart, put it back together, and yeah. So that was that was that's <laughs> that that's, isn't that's, a, that's been my week. I mean, I watched yeah, uh, episode stuff. three, Loki. Um, <laughs> I actually haven't watched it. Um, oh shit! I wanted okay. to all week, but with uh, Allison's birthday party, we were so fucking busy every night. Right. So we never we didn't I'm watch shocked. anything. I do. I fucking wanted to. I was like, <laughs> all that birthday it sex. It takes all week long. Yeah, yeah that's, that's how it works. was for sure. Not <laughs> fucking food. And, and there whatnot. was no sarcasm in your voice right now whatsoever. That's nah. yep. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk. Uh yeah, I uh just hit 420 subscribers on Woo! YouTube. So I did like an hour long Please video. It. With uh, Jer and Isaac, we all like, kind of got fucked up and whatnot. So it was pretty fun. That's um, awesome. Like you got fucked up and you're like, dude, we like we have 420. Like 420. You know, <laughs> no. Hand me the joint man because 420. Yeah. It was funny because it was mainly Isaac just fucking like drinking because he was sad and me and Jer laughing at him. It was fucking hilarious. Oh <laughs> and And this is this is. Uh, Isaac, that's visiting. Yes, yeah, in a couple weeks. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's yeah, okay. They play games he was together. online drinking because he was sad. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was just. It was like okay. seven a.m. I, like, I thought he wasn't. I thought he wasn't getting here yet. But he's sad. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He was. That's it was like seven a.m. in the morning. He was sad. We we're drinking because we we're celebrating. So because we we're celebrating, we didn't really care that he was sad. So yeah, we all just drank just, together. Yeah, Isaac was the comedian. And then relief. we heard a shotgun blast, and we didn't talk to Isaac. We assume he's okay. Yeah. We just hopped off and went to bed. Yeah, but we, no, we figured, no yeah. it was a good time. He just went onto a first person shooter. That's all. <laughs> um, but yeah, just been doing that. Uh, I started watching Adventure Time again. Like I kind of took a break from it. Uh, and yeah, I was gonna say, weren't you watching it before? Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, I got to season. So I'm at season so five. Many seasons. 
And there's so many episodes per season. There's <laughs> yeah. like 20 to 30 episodes. But they're in all some 10 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes. How many seasons are there? Like, like 12, 10, 13? Something like that. Yeah, it's like 10. I think 10. Yeah. So that show went for fucking 10 years? I don't know if it how much their seasons really work, but because, like I said, the, I, I mean, if there's 20 something episodes per but, season, but the and episodes 10 seasons, are all, like I said, 10 or 15 minutes. So yeah, they I think they're 12. Well might, they're 12 exactly each. So one. they may have very well just like aired like five at a time or something. You know what mm. I mean? It, okay. I think it is like a fairly sporadic way they like went about uploading it because I mean, there's more that just came out like recently. Yeah, I, mean, I don't, don't like know if they're a movie or, Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like three um, episodes. So they're still producing episodes, even though they're uh, like, this 10, is like 10 a special, it's like a special seasons. series thing that HBO had them do. Same voice actors and shit though. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen I'm it. Still, yeah, I'm, I'm trying still to finish season show, three. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, what I was getting at is I'm I'm at season five and season five is where it actually like follows a story hmm. and it oh, is really fucking weird. Holy shit. Like, I know I've been talking, we've been like talking about and talking about how like trippy and fucking out there the show is. I got to some shit. And I was like, what the I fuck? I know the show is some like real topics. <laughs> yeah, some real like dark shit. Like, that, I don't know, but it's it's so good, though. Highly recommend. And it's good because it's like a kid's show and I they won't really understand it. Like I might have to start it. from season five now, though, and just be like, you just got to start from the beginning. I, I want to see what Kirsten yeah, yeah, no, I feel like part of it's like going, figuring out these characters as you go. Like, and then you'll get I like to the that. Tarantino things. I'll start from five, jump into two. <laughs> Dude, it's, yeah, it's with four a little bit. No, it's very good, though. I was like, I was just watching some of the episodes last night. And I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> holy shit. I mean, I didn't I'm know not even like high this. enough to. I'm, not, the, even, yeah, I'm not even in those episodes yet. And I still have those moments. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, but um, so, yeah, I just been uh, watching that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other. Things I had watched show wise. I don't think so off the top of my head, but it's what I've been up to. So are you basically to the point now where you're producing like a video a week, like a it's, couple videos a week? Yeah, like, well, what's off, your production rate at? I was do I, when I started off, I was like going like hard. Um, yeah. But I so I was doing like three to four videos a week. But now I just feel like I'm fucking super busy. And so I've like cut down to I try to do at least one a week. One a week is minimum. Like if I haven't made a video that week, like I, like I'm forcing myself to make one. But I try to do two. It's kind of about two a week right okay. now. OK, um, but the only reason I took a kind of break, because like, obviously, I'm that type of person. As soon as I start noticing that, like something's a little off about them, I like have to figure out what's happening. Almost like with figuring out why audition wasn't working at first, you know, right. like I was like, dude, I need to figure this out. Like, why isn't this working? And I noticed that some of my videos were like slightly like fucked up and hmm. like kind of choppy. And I was like, what the fuck? And so I had to get to the bottom of it. So that took a, a, a little bit. But anyway, so. Trying to upload a little more often. The other thing, too, though, is I feel like a lot of the games that I do, I play like mods that are coming out and whatnot. Then I just feel like the community's kind of like slowed down a smidge. So, like, I actually have to, you know, think of something kind of like outside the box. That's why I've been doing like Trackmania, even though it's not technically a simulator, but whatever. I don't really care. You know. Right on. But, yeah. And then Motocross is going, but nobody fucking watches Motocross, so. I'll just gloss over that. It's, it's I annoying. watch what I see my cousins do because they post it, but that's yeah. that's it. Yeah. When I was working, I delivered to some dude who was watching one of the races. I almost lost my shit. I was like, huh, I, I, I want to get home so I can watch this. I could like barely talk. I was like shaky. He was like, oh yeah. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh dude, like 
this dude, Alex Ray, just caused a big crash. And I'm like, well, obviously it was Alex Ray. And I was like having this conversation with him. Just like, I'm like, I'm listening to, to the Pulp Show right now. You know that? Like, I was just freaking the fuck. I was like, I finally get to talk to him. About my more this poor guy was like, can you please just hand me my food? Yeah, and, nah, he was super uh, into it. That's the, finally when you find someone who's into motocross, usually you can have a good conversation because it is few and far between. <laughs> right. Like Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like Liam with Star Wars. <laughs> An average person would get kind of scared, no, but if it's a fanatic, they're down. Yeah, I was just seeing Kirk like freaking out the guy's yeah. front door. Be like, oh, you watch this too? Oh, that's cool. We can be best Dude, buddies. You oh, you're tell grabbing him. your shotgun? I have one of those too. Neat. You gotta, <laughs> tell him that, you gotta tell him that fucking bullshit story of that delivery you took with that old guy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I delivered to this house and this old guy was like reading a book on his porch and I walked up and I've got one of the, the, the new uniforms on, like the gray ones. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, I walked up and the guy like got startled and then just kind of like held his book up in front of his face, like looking over the top of his book. <laughs> and he was like, what the hell do you want? And I was like, like holding his pizza. I'm here to give you your food, like holding, like I had to take them out of the heat bag. So I was holding fucking food in my hands. Yeah, I'm like, I'm here to bring here. you your food, sir. And he's like, Oh, I, uh, like uh, so he gets his daughter and his wife and like they ordered the food and stuff. And so like I hand them the food and they're like taking inside and they're nice. They're like, thank you so much, Bob. And he's like, you should probably tone down your look and really find a way to cover up your tattoos. Cause I honestly thought you were here to rob me and rob my family. And I was, and I wanted You're to be like, like, go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. Like now I am going to beat the shit out of you. I don't give a shit if you're 71. Like you're going to learn a yeah. lesson right now, which like, would have taught him a lesson. He'd be like, he is violent. Yeah, and then yeah. like, it would have been exactly what he wanted. Yeah, yeah. it would have been exactly what he wanted. But yeah, so I got, I got in my car and then I laughed about it and I was fine. I got back and I told Dave about it and then I told Liam about it. And Dave, I don't know how you can laugh that shit off. I've been so fucking furious. I have yeah. to. Well, these are things that I'm learning through therapy. Like I can't, like not everyone deserves my temper. Yeah. So that's some of the stuff that I'm learning. And like some people, when they're just being assholes and they're being sacks of shit to people and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, you're going to get it. Or people at work, <laughs> namely like who we were just talking about that I'm going to have to remove, you know, from yeah. The, yeah. Like people like that, I'd be like, I'm okay with giving it to you. Like I'm okay with brushing you down with that dark sarcasm. Like that's okay. <laughs> but there's some people where I'm like, like, and the guy was legitimately scared. Like I don't think he, like, he wasn't giving me shit. He was legitimately like in fear for his life because a guy that was dressed <laughs> as, a delivery as, guy. as a delivery guy holding food was there to like, uh, maybe he saw too many movies. And he thought I was going to like drop the pizza box and pull out two fucking guns and just start <laughs> and like laying up his house. Like I thought you were going to so go with like a weird. PTSD type thing. Cause that kind of makes sense. Dude. I like, that's what I was thinking, but I was actually playing this game I got into recently called Snow Runner, and it's like a it's like a trucking game, but super like my son loves that game. That game that he game plays sick. it all the time. He fucking loves that dude, game. Dude, and it's pretty so damn cool. Fun. Um, but anyway, it shows little like facts on the loading screen, you know? Yeah. And I read one of them and it was like super fucked up and sad. It was like there are lots of serious injuries in the trucking community. Like, you know, a lot of them deal with like physical injuries, but a lot suffer from, you know, my mild like ptsd and i was like reading this i'm like what the fuck <laughs> like it was just super dark out of nowhere the people like, from the adventure time are writing things for snow <laughs> yeah, <right> now <laughs> fucking weird i did i did play it right after watching adventure time so um so yeah so the guy was legitimately like in fear for his life that i was there to rob him and his family and uh, the mom and the daughter like they 
no shuddering, no like, please, sir. Well, you know, <laughs> please just let us go. Like they came outside and was like, oh, hey, how's it going? Thanks for the food. Appreciate you. And like went inside. And he's like, you <laughs> freaking know, freaking out. out on the fucking porch. Tell me, like, I legitimately thought that you were here to like rob me and rob my family. It's like, oh, OK. <laughs> you should have yeah. gone off on some spiel about how Batman's like super not about that shit. And like, that's why I have all that shit. Yeah, but I think in those kind of situations, I don't think they'd even notice the art that's on your arm. Obviously, I think that's they why just I see all it. the yeah, like and and Dave handled it the way that's the best way to handle it with me, and that's with sarcastically joking about it because that got me over it pretty quickly. Because every time I came back from delivery, Dave was like, "Dave, there's one time I came back and Dave was just like, oh my god, I thought you were gonna rob me. Oh, okay, wait, here's your delivery.' And he like because he was on ovens, and there was one time that I came back, and when I came back, he was like, "Hurt the women and children first. Oh my god!" And then he, I was like freaking out. Uh, and I was like, cause I told him to say that next time. And I was like, you pulled that off perfectly. And I was like, next time. Cause when he hit me up the first time in front of me, I was like, next time just scream out. Cause I want to see everybody in the relax. We work with a lot of women. So I was like, I want to hear you scream out, hurt the women and children first. <laughs> so you sound like an absolute pansy. And he did it perfectly. He's like, hurt the women and children first. Oh, like screaming do. it. Yeah. It was. Yeah, they all just so laugh at him. Yeah. They all just awesome. turn, it was Dave. Yeah. So they all just turn around. I was like, I, yeah. And then they just laugh. <laughs> That's so. That's funny. Not not nearly as funny as me accidentally uh, calling Hannah sexy, but you know what are you gonna do? What I told you about that, remember? So I called. I I uh, it was uh, yesterday at work. So I I called into to uh, one of the insiders we have, Stephen. He's a cool ass guy. Um, he, we were trying to get a food trade with somebody, right? And we pulled mm-hmm. it off with Panda Express. So I called Stephen to let him know. Well, he called me back to see like what I wanted. Or, um. So on my uh, on my touchscreen on my on my Jeep, it, it said it was Steven. So I answered the phone because me, Liam and Steven do and Dave, we all fucking do gay jokes all day long. I'm like, oh, yeah. hit on each other and shit. So I go, hey <laughs> there, what's up, sexy? And then I just hear this, um, it's Hannah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm, I'm really sorry. Because <laughs> she called using Steven's fucking cell phone. That's so really I was like, uh, and she was like, no, it's OK. I'll take it as a compliment. Thanks. <laughs> and I was like, was it? All right. Was it meant for right, you? I, 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 I thought it was a dude on the other line with a penis, but all right. That's I fine. was not remembering the phone call. I was trying to think of any scenario where in person you somehow did that. And I was like, oh my gosh, that must have been horrible. Yeah, that was over the phone. Like I thought it was somebody else. Sorry. That's Liam, fucking hilarious. What were you up to? I've had a busy week. Uh, I got my tattoo session done. Right. I'll have to show you a picture. Get all, your, get all, yeah, your, get yeah. all the cute little pebbles and yeah, stuff my, on there. My little. Uh, it's pretty cute. Meteor, meteors and asteroids. It almost looks like when I saw it, it reminds me of like what Havoc, like his powers were from like the, the X-Force because uh, his powers reverberate like that, yeah. where it's like circles of energy moving out. Yeah. And that's what it looks like. That's what it first thought me of is I, of course I revert to comic books. But. Yeah. I think he's making, we're making it more like cloud, like space cloud stuff. And so it's just gonna be different colors around it to kind of make it all. Pop. I just want him to keep going around on your back, and then like I want to send him like photoshopped pictures of your back. So one time he can show it to you and be like, "What do you think?" And it's just a big fucking jar jar on your back. You're like, "I fucking hate you!" <laughs> <laughs> You're freaking out. That would uh, be funny. That'd be well, awesome. I've had to like every time I've had to have him move it over more because he keeps going over it. I'm like, I don't want it on my whole back. Like I, this is already like. A little farther out than I wanted, but like I'm okay with it because it where is it really now? Cool. Like shoulder blade, like end of it's the shoulder ending, blade, like at my spine on the shoulder. Oh, so I was gonna say like, yeah, it was bigger than I was expecting, but yeah, at least it's still. What on are you the doing path. with your right arm again? I want to have something or music planned related. It out. Somehow, something. All I know, like I don't know if my arm is actually big enough. The more I think about it, but I really wanted to have like the headstock of a guitar. 
mm-hmm. and um, the top of the fretboard and have the pick of destiny in it. And that would be the only colored part of the whole thing is the pick of destiny glowing. But then I somehow want to incorporate just like like Guns and Roses in some way, some other stuff in it. But I don't know exactly what it would but be. But you want it to be black and white, though. Yeah, not a color sleeve. Interesting. Yeah. To each to each their own. Yeah. I can't I can't do anything without color now. I mean, like, I love the color on every this time. One, yeah, because yeah, I did my left arm, and then when I started thinking about even doing my right arm without color, I was like, I can't. Just personal preference. I was like, the colors are so beautiful. I mean, usually, like, just, yeah, but just the way make, I kind make of me beautiful. The way I kind of picture this one is just like, is like that. I don't know. And also, like, I feel like making the pick of destiny like the only colored part makes it like super. Do you have emphasis. an idea of what you want to do with your back, like? Or do you, have you even thought about that yet? No, I mean, because it'd be cool if you could take like the color and like the oh, the, the Star right Wars thing, and then whatever you're doing, black and white that goes in the sleeve, and like kind of blend them in together so it looks like black and white seeping into the other one, and then colors yeah. kind of seeping into the other I'm one. So it separates. I'm not going to do this one yeah, nearly as far up my arm. I don't want it all the way up. It's going to be just like a half or a little bit more, and then I want something else up here eventually. Like I know right here, I want to have the Avengers A on Cap's shield and somehow incorporate Wolverine into it as well. Oh, this looks so good with color. That will be color. But oh, okay. I'm saying the rest of this part, I want in black and white. Oh, I see. Yeah. So that yeah, that one definitely will be color. But so I don't want to take up this whole arm with that piece. I want room for like some other little things potentially. You could totally do it. You could do, co- totally do a, a GNR sleeve. I could, but I don't want to do a GNR sleeve. It'd be awesome. Want, all, well, all, the different, like, all the different album covers, a bunch of just spaghetti sleeping down, like just, you could do I all, just, yeah, I the, do little writer, it, the little writer guy or whatever from Use Your Illusion. Well, that's why I want to use, not a Guns N' Roses sleeve, I just want it to be like a rock and roll thing, like there's different, I don't want to dedicate all to Guns N' Roses, but like, yeah, there's different ideas I have in there. Like, I'd like to get Slash's little signature of a skull with a top hat and nothing more's logo probably. Like I kind of want to do my leg before my other arm, honestly. It actually I think, be. yeah, absolutely. Dude, it looks sick. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know why. I really want like a leg though. But for I some reason, for my leg, as I want to, I yeah. feel like leg. I would want black and white. But I also haven't put any thought into it whatsoever. So, if um, I did anything uh, Guns and Roses related, it would totally be um, what I'm sending you on the chat right now oh, because. Really? This I, I, I've been holding on to this for weeks and I was like, I need to show it to Liam and I keep forgetting because it's just fucking beautiful. <laughs> I would fucking totally get that done because it's so fucking badass. I, I, really I would totally get Beavis as, <laughs> that's fucking as good. <laughs> and then fucking butthead as slash like that's that would be fucking hilarious. I have, I have a magnet on the fridge. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's um two pugs and one's like looks like Axel and one looks like Slash and it's Pugs and Roses. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course. That's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, so I got the tattoo session done. Got to wait another like mid-August for my next one. Right before the Guns N' Roses show. Like nice. Couple, like five days before. Um, Allison got a new car this week. She got an Outback. So she now, joined Subaru family. She, she did. But Against her parents' wishes. Yeah. They wanted her to get a Kia over the Subaru. I, I mean, I would take a Subaru. I've, 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 like, I don't have any experience with Kia, but I always just hear the shit things from Kia. So that's what I hear too. Yeah. When is, was there a reason in particular on why you got a Mazda? Are you just like Mazdas? Or you just didn't give a shit? You're like, this is a cool I car. Did, I particularly liked that car. Like, I see. If, like, if I could have it like the perfect way, if that car were all wheel drive, the bumper, it would be. Oh, the bumper! I fucked up, dude. <laughs> 
damn. <laughs> I, I was, yeah, I was so salty about that. But anyway, totally my fault. But um, I, I just, I really wanted a hatchback. That was like, uh, the two goals I had were, has to be a manual, has to be a hatchback. And right. then from there I took it. And I just really liked that car. And I got obviously a really good deal on it because it was rebuilt. Do you like, uh, do you like clutchless stick shifts at all? Like the slapstick shifts? I've never or used one. Or, or do you have to have a clutch? I would like a clutch though. My car I has really that, though. Yeah, dude, it's weird. If just having my hands on my steering wheel, like it feels so weird. Like I feel like I don't do anything with my left hand. Like when I drive an automatic, it's so uncomfortable for me. I could, you <laughs> right? Plenty to do with your left hand, buddy. Yeah, Colby um, told me about that. No, I'm totally with you. I'm, yeah, no, I'm totally with you. Like my first car was an '85 Mustang, and it sounds cool, but it wasn't because it didn't look anything like a Mustang. It was fucked up, mm-hmm. but it was a stick, and I love driving a stick. You have so much more fucking control and power control. But the Jeep has the clutchless stick shift, and I. I like that. I never had one before until I got the Jeep I have now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's neat. I like having the choice of going between uh, first and fourth gear and like controlling, especially like when I'm four wheeling or if I'm in the snow and shit. I should know if you tried yeah. one because I know that because since you said it had to be or, a manual I, and I manuals are just so much fucking fun. Like even if you're driving a shit car, manuals are still really fun. I will say I just remembered I did test drive like a Ford Fiesta, I think like mm-hmm. one of the I think it was like a 2020 or whatever. And that one was um like the dual clutch transmission. So yeah, I could, if I wanted to use like the paddle shifters, but it wasn't still an automatic as well. Oh, I yeah, see. Yeah. yeah so. See my roommate, she's got the paddle shifters on her Subaru. Yeah. That's a clutchless stick okay. stick, but, but um, yeah, mine's, mine's all just, it, mine's just all in the stick shift. You just slap it to, to in front. Oh, but so, yeah, that's, that's kind of nice. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's really fun. I get bored. Obviously when I'm driving, it's just one well, more little, thing for is me it, to you do. Have ADD, right? ADHD. ADHD. That's why yeah. I'm like so, hyperactive. Yeah, he'll sit there and like just shake it. I do. I get to stoplights and I like, like you know put it into neutral and then I just <laughs> like really fast. I used it's to do habit. the same thing. And you just yeah yeah. And like yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like not having a clutch to replace, but it's still yeah. Like I I, I like driving manuals. It's fun. Yeah, it's I enjoy it. I don't and know it just, how. I will say, and it's for no really other like you do have a little more control over the engine, obviously. Well, you because you control it, but like. The new dual clutches and whatnot, I mean, they're going to be way faster than your own reaction time. Right. So they're faster. It's like literally no reason other than it's just fun. So growing growing up on a farm, you didn't have any like three speed so vehicles or mowers hard. or anything that you had to use that, to learn how to use a clutch. It's hard to say I grew up on a farm because it wasn't really that. It was just a bunch of land. Yeah, we well, it was like I, I was thinking it was so, a farm. I thought you guys had a couple horses, like not a lot of shit. Okay, but just so a let me things. just try and describe some the chickens to you. So. It was on a dirt road. It was a bunch of houses. A like, cute little awning where like your brother put his moped. <laughs> well, that was all after this house. Next to the chickens. Um, <laughs> it was like, there's like a long dirt road and there was like, no, nobody, it was like a neighborhood, but there was houses pretty much everywhere you looked, but they were uh-huh. spaced out. They had their own land. Um, and ours, you had to like go down a driveway. And this was Erie? Yeah. Erie. Yeah. You had to go down a driveway and there'd be somebody on your left. And then we were at the very end of the driveway. And so we just had a fence splitting us up and the garage was directly in front of you and maybe 60 yards away to the west was the house and it was just like a small porch you walked up into onto and then just a little a little ranch house no basement three bedroom and um living room and an addition at the bottom like at the uh 
south side of it. And then it is just surrounded in a big yard. Like probably twice as much space as I have around it. And with a big gravel driveway. And then behind it was a, a really big backyard. And then we just had enough space for horses. Like it was like cut off. And there was like a barn. And a, your parents still live in that same house? No, we, they don't. Um, okay. But we had a barn in the back. And it wasn't enough space for this, but we had eight horses at one point. Jesus, that it sounds was, crowded. It was probably like three or four horse space. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was a crowded little space. But we had that down at the farm or at the, yeah, the little barn house thing. We had goats. We had a shitload of goats at some point. We had cats all over the place. We had ducks at one point. We had rabbits. It was just not a huge farm, but it was just enough land that we just crowded all that stuff in because at some point my mom wanted all of it or we wanted it as little kids. And yeah, so it was never really like a farm. We weren't like out there like taking care of the pigs or feeding like the horses often. Like usually my dad fed the horses and was just throwing hay into the troughs. And then when we had goats, we sometimes would milk them, but that stopped at some point. So it was never like we were like you started making milking the male ones, and you're like, "Oops, <laughs> we never had male ones. <laughs> male ones smelled and were mean, so we only had females." So, yeah, yeah, and, and uh, I yeah, I would have loved to grow up with like a horse or two. Like we had some in our backyard, but it was like the neighbor's backyard in my mm-hmm. grandmother's house, so the horses would come to the fence. Yeah, and we would like feed them, but I never got to like. I always had this vision. I was like, I want to dress up like Link and then climb the fence <laughs> and then <laughs> jump the on horse. it and be like, "Let's go, Epona!" And then like. <laughs> you know, right around the fucking, but I, you know, I never, you know, never got to do See, that. I, the, um, the age of when I was younger, 13. I have allergies, but when I was younger, they were way worse. So like riding a horse killed me. Mm. Like I was just in itchy mess and I couldn't stop sneezing and everything swelled. I bet up. you were the cutest nerd kid. I wasn't even that like nerdy. Glasses and, and allergies and like. Glasses came in late elementary school. So for a while, most of the time there, I didn't have glasses. Um, and I liked comic books, but I didn't know how to get into any of that because nobody in my family really was except my brother, but he was very secluded and he was, and he only met like moped weekly or whatever. Nope, that's that way before then. That was when we moved to Denver. Uh, so I don't know. I, I, but I started discovering video games there cause my brother, like my brother bought an Xbox and that's when I found like Halo just on the shelf and I put it in. It was like, oh, I've discovered something. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So, yeah. That, um, and my parents got us a Nintendo 64. So that's, that was my first console was Nintendo 64 out in the middle of nowhere. So I played the shit out of that stuff, but awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that reminds me, did you ever, did you ever hear that, uh, that Dave Attell bit where it's like, it's a, it's a little tiny bit. It's almost like he uses it between like a segue between two stories, like two bigger bits. And he's like, so I was sitting by myself one day reading Tada magazine, a magazine by and for gay magicians. And then he just goes into the next bit. I just remember that when I, when I said the, the moped weekly, I was like, oh yeah, moped that weekly, yeah. that's so funny. <laughs> what was really funny is how that we were talking to you the other day and you thought my brother-in-law was the one that had the moped thing. And if you knew my brother-in-law, it'd be an even funnier image for you because it's like not even possible. Right. <laughs> like he's like a rancher. So he's like this big kind of like bulky guy. Got like cowboy hat. Got that. Kind of got that accent thing. Going Corn on. fed. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's not like super strong, but he has his own little like twang to it. Let me tell y'all how about how Trump's going to take <laughs> down the banks there. and save the world. I'm going to tell you about that <laughs> here mean, he for a minute up, now. I'm he, all here. He's, I believe he grew up in Colorado, so he doesn't really have it that, but he has like just enough country sound in it. And you're like, okay, I hear it there. <laughs> he's a little bit country <laughs> and he's a little bit. 
<laughs> uh, he's going to meet me and punch me in the face again. Awesome. Meet me again, punch me in the face. There we go. Yeah. No, no, you never met he's, him. Oh, I thought he was here. That wasn't the guy with that the beard. That was Allie's brother-in-law. Oh, Allie's brother-in-law. This okay. is my sister's husband. Yeah. Was he wearing a drinking hat? Was that a hat that had beer on it? Probably. I don't remember what it had on okay. it. I never understand. He that, likes but. beer. So most Ugh. people with beards that live here in Colorado do like beer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like usually. I'm pretty it sure. It just depends not. on what kind you get. You get the Bud Light kind and then the IPA kind. Even the new guy at work. I'm like, <laughs> I can smell the microbrew in your beard. Like, I can, <laughs> like you can just tell when you look at him, you're like, oh, you smoke meat, don't you? You smoke meat and you drink IPAs. Yeah. He reminds me of my brother, but not personality wise, just looks. Okay. Like, and my brother really likes beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we're getting off some 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 good tangents this week. Yeah. Um, um also we had Ali's birthday party. Um that Kirk Saturday. didn't show up to. I know, dude. I'm sorry. I was it was before work and like by the time I was like done doing whatever, I'd have to like rush over and then like be here for like a few minutes and then like go to work. Yeah. I even stopped by yeah. And I was working, but I had, but it helped because I had a delivery that was like five houses down. See, so it was in your area. Dude, we've been pushing so hard to get you at our store and like, it's almost going to happen. Like we're, we, I don't we, think it is. we keep pushing for it and pushing for it. I don't think forward. it's going to happen. I think it's going to, the, I, I think it's going to. I don't think Megan's does any faith in being able to do it. How, why do you think it's going to happen? I'm not going to say on the air. We'll say off the air. All right. You should be about that name later too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. About that name. Yeah. And we'll, we'll do all that shit too. But yeah, I think, I think we can, I think we can make it happen because right. it's time to, it's, it's, it's time to unite the dynamic trio again. I, that sounds have, so have, fun. Have everybody work together so we can all just make fun of each other and make fun of other people. It'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. Um, right. I have a bone to pick with you too about fucking Allie's birthday because I was waiting and waiting. I wanted to give you shit about it yesterday so bad and I couldn't. So I wanted to, I was like, okay, I'll wait to the podcast and then I'll give him shit okay. about it. So I came over, I was here for maybe like eight minutes. Like I just, I was like, I said, hi. And I was like, how's it going? Yeah. People show up. You guys got food. Like that's cool. <laughs> like, and then he, and I didn't really get to Allie meet anybody. Yeah, Liam was just kind of pointing people out like that. So-and-so that so-and-so that so-and-so these people showed up. It was cool. So as I was leaving and going down the driveway, I believe it was Ali's parents that had come up to Liam and was like, I don't recognize that guy. Something, I heard something, right? Oh, I was so gonna tell you about what this, I huh? heard behind me wasn't, oh, that's my friend, Jeremy, blah, 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 blah. All I heard was, oh, that's my coworker. And I'm like, don't <laughs> even introduce me as a fucking friend. What the fuck? Like, instead, it's just like, that's my coworker, Jeremy. Don't worry. You'll forget about him shortly. Like, and then I oh, fucking no. leave and take off. And as I was pulling down the street, I wasn't angry, but I was just like, like sarcastically salty. I'm like fucking coworker. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Like you should, it wasn't like that's, that's, what I that, am that's my you? friend Jeremy. Like he's a nice guy. Like he blah blah. Like so I I didn't know if you were trying to like oh no protect so, your parents from me or something. So I didn't no, turn around and I'm be sorry, like poor choice of words. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, that, I was more I found that it funny because she knows that you're a friend of mine and she knows you're a coworker, but she didn't know who you were. Right. So I guess I was just using a reference, but uh, it wasn't anything like that. She looked really confused about who, why, why there was anybody here for a Domino's guy initially, and I was like, "That's my coworker Jeremy." Like, and I was like, "That's the one that um, Allie watches his son." Right, and she was like, "Oh, I just was like, I know you know him, but I don't think that's the one that delivers to me. Who's Kirk?" <laughs> so she was trying okay, to yeah. understand if that you were Kirk or Jeremy. Yeah, I kept everything 
at bay that I wanted to say when I got there and I kept everything cool. Cause I was like, these people don't know me. I'm just going to like, I, I'm, I'm just going to, just going to be, just going to stand here. Talk, talk to Liam and, and just, just be a good boy. Cause I wanted, I, there was so much shit that was going through my head because that's just how my fucking brain works. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And I wanted to at least, I, and I was hoping to like leave, then have you be, have someone be like, do you know that? And you'd be like, no, apparently it was wrong house. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, as I'm going back, like, bye. well, I apologize. I didn't introduce you. Not introduce no, you. No, and I don't give way. a shit. I just wanted to give you shit because I heard it. Yeah. And I, if I cared that much, I would have been like, hey, and like turned around and been like, <laughs> my friend, bitches, I brought him into jail. And like, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, no, I just wanted to give you shit about it. So it was funny because I'm walking away that? and I got in my car and I laughed. I was like, fucking coworker. <laughs> and I'm a coworker. And I just fucking laughed. There was a time, like a podcast, like, when we first started where we we're talking about him bringing Megan into juice. Oh, and I, I yeah, vaguely yeah. remember this so now. Then, so then, and like, he was like, well, I just went over that recording. Not so long ago. Yeah, either. Yeah. You're like, you never bring me into juice. And I was like, yeah, but then, then you're like, but I'm your friend. Yeah. Yeah. And then he bought me into juice and he's like, now we're friends. I was like, now we can be friends That's again. So they brought you into juice. Yeah. Anytime someone at my work goes to like Dutch bros, they always ask everybody if they want Dutch bros. But every time I stop, I'm like, just getting it for myself. I never ask. It's just mine. <laughs> I'm selfish guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's all about me. I have to put up with all of you. So sometimes that's how uh, i do feel <laughs> well um so yeah um i don't have any comic books to talk about no. um did I, I, you are you going to be bringing up in your movie news about the change to the end credit scenes of wandavision if not remind me i and didn't we'll talk know about, about that, that. Oh, I, I just i just i just okay. saw it this morning okay they no, purposely changed the end credits scenes to wandavision so it uh, ties more into Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. Good to know. And it's the slightest, stupidest thing. But of course, the internet's like, oh my God. Like, because I freaked out too. I was like, they try. Ah. But and I, went, I immediately went and watched it. And I was like, they changed the color of the trees. And they, there's some sort of entity that's using some sort of invisibility cloaking that's hovering down over the trees heading towards Wanda. That's That's the only change. Hmm. Okay. So everyone's like, it's Dr. Strange and he's a fucking, but that was, I just didn't know if you saw that or not. <laughs> okay, I, I, was, I was curious I was, on what I you did, thought I it was, yeah, but I, I haven't heard about it, but yeah. yeah. Um, I did read some more fatal attractions. Um, a certain someone just came back and you're like, oh shit. And, uh, there's actually a pretty brutal kill in this comic that I wasn't expecting. Yes. I was like, holy fuck. That was dark. <laughs> um, so I'm enjoying it. It's a really, Kind of refreshing to read a comic from this time because I like the artwork so much more than nowadays stuff, like all the computer stuff, you know? Right. Everything's layered. Yeah. I actually really like reading it like this, but also it's got good writing too. I like how it's done. It's pretty wordy, but it's not bad wordy. It's it's enjoyable to read and you right. can understand all the references they're trying to make. So yeah, I'm really enjoying it and I'm, so I'm about halfway through it right now. So... Yeah, so the next ep- uh, next uh, issue is the is an Uncanny X-Men comic, so that'll be with Wolverine and whatnot, so I'm excited to read that one. Yes, and it just keeps getting oh, better, sure. and better and better and better, so it'll be fun when you're done with it. Nice. And then, yeah, so then you'll finish Injustice, hopefully. By next week, yeah. Yeah. All yeah. Right. And, and then, then I guess next week we'll just talk about Loki episode three and four. Wait, sorry, oh, how far did you say you were in Injustice? I, like, I'm in the first, like, ten pages. 
Oh, okay. Like I didn't even like yeah. nothing's even really hugely <clears throat> developing yet. People are just talking. So I, that's why I'm okay. like, okay. Just, yeah. So I'll get it. I mean, it. you guys could do a little review of Loki and I can give a full review next week. I don't week care. Like I'm fine with waiting, like whatever. So I mean, you can just handle it like we usually handle it with Kirk. Yeah. I don't when mind. We talk a little bit, but if we want to move on, that's fine as well. I mean, we're not even there yet. So we'll talk about that when we get to it, I guess. Um, so if nothing else was up, then then no, that's all the comics we have to talk about. X-Men Fatal Attractions is still good. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> all right. So next, our next topic is that movie madness. Uh, so Kirk got to watch Dogma this week. Yes, I watched so it. Now we can all actually oh, talk about awesome. it. Awesome. I literally finished it and drove here. That, that was why I was late. <laughs> I needed time to finish the movie. Um, yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll go into Jade was not as a fan of this one, but she really likes small rats. She she was like, I way prefer small rats over mm-hmm. this movie. Um, but did Liam she say I, why she didn't like it? She just thought it was boring. But I, me and Liam were just thinking it's probably just because she doesn't have a religious background whatsoever, whereas I do. And so I I don't know. I, it's a pretty I fucking, key part of that movie. Yeah, I I loved it. Yeah, same here. Same so. here. But yeah, but um, you enjoyed the movie, but you don't have a religious background. Well, I do have a religious background. It's not like I'm not Catholic. I, w- I was Christian for quite some time. Yours but wasn't like, a strict household like ours. No, was, no, we didn't have anything like that. And also, right. like, I never delved super deep into the Bible. So, but like, I've kind of been around that whole thing. Right. So, but I'm not like, so I can't appreciate like as much as you or him probably can at all. But or even Allie, because Allie knew more of that stuff than me. But I was like, watched it at a time where I was still in church and I was like, Kind of seeing stuff trying so, to figure it all out yeah yeah so i can still like relate to it in some form but probably not nearly as much as you guys yeah that's fair i i definitely yeah anything that kind of takes that sort of like stance on religion and like point out almost like the hypocrisies and like the jokes within itself oh yeah yet within their universe they're creating it's still true Makes me always really appreciate it. You know, that's why I enjoyed Lucifer so much is because like the way they go about it, it's they're not really taking like any weird turns or anything. Like it's all directly straight stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. From the Bible. It's just I don't know. It, it's enjoyable. So I, I really enjoyed the movie. I don't know. Like what do you think demon? about Alanis Morissette being God? Oh, I've actually, um, I don't know who she is. She's a singer. So she is a singer. Yeah. But the one person I did want to point out, I thought it was fucking hilarious that it was George Carlin playing the, the priest. priest. Yeah. I, as soon as he popped out, I was like, oh, shit, that's George Carlin. And yeah. then you see where yeah. that meme like, came the, from with the Jesus. Yeah, I, I understood that. I yeah, never Buddy knew that, that was from. Yeah. I love Buddy Christ. Buddy Christ, that was, that was like, good. Buddy Christ is something I would have in my house. Like, I'm yeah, not a religious same, guy same. anymore, but I would totally have a statue of Buddy Christ same. in my house. Like, that'd be awesome. Yeah, and no, I know that my mom and other people would come over and be like, oh, that's awesome. And I'd be like, yeah. Buddy Christ. Plus, too, like, even I, you guys might have even mentioned it on the podcast, but I didn't retain any of it. But, like, every time a fucking actor would come up, I'm like, wait, Matt Damon's in it? Oh, shit. Ben Affleck's in it? Oh, shit. And, like, that's what I'm saying. It had a really good cast. Yeah, it just yeah. kept, yeah, kept like, yeah, spiraling. Alan Rickman, and then, like, he had some, Alan he had some, asked to be in a Kevin Yeah, Smith he had some, movie. like, he had yeah. some all star fucking hitters in that. In oh, that dude. Movie. And then fucking great. Chris Rock falls out of the sky. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he's like the seventh apostle <laughs> or something like that. 13th apostle. Yeah. yeah. I love that joke that he talks about. He's <laughs> <laughs> something about, like, he was like, he was like, Jesus, know him. He's like, that motherfucker still owes me money. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, then they go with $12. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I yeah, so I, I'd obviously enjoyed it a lot. Like the shit Thumbs demon, up. huh? The shit demon. Yeah. The oh shit yeah, demon. the shit demon. <laughs> uh, yeah, that movie was. It's 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 good because it's like still kind of over the top, but like definitely compared to what we have been watching, it's more of like a concise like movie. Oh you yeah, know, it's more like packaged That's why I said up. It so it felt good. like a be- yeah. one of his best directed movies. Ever since I saw that movie, I've always wanted to see Ben Affleck in somewhat of a villain role because I'm like, this was just fucking cool. Like I liked watching Ben yeah. Affleck be like the you know one of the fallen angels and shit. So yeah, but awesome. fucking Jay just shooting his wings off. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, uh, so what's next on the list? Well, real for- quick, I just also say um, I don't know if you have read the comic or not, but um, I watched uh, one of the DC animated movies the other night. Which one? Um, Batman Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah, that one's awesome. Yeah, uh, it was the twist I was not expecting. I wondered, but I didn't think it was going to be that. Yeah, because that's the one that has has like Jack the Ripper in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've watched that one a while ago. It was really good. I need to look and see. Um, uh, I haven't looked on HBO Max yet to see if they've got um, because the Long Halloween just came out. I didn't see it on there. Um, but I need to see. Yeah, I was going to see if it was on HBO Max or if it's going to get released on there eventually since they're carrying everything that's Warner It'll Brothers be there related. Probably. Yeah. Because um, uh, I'm totally interested to see that because that's a comic that we all actually read on the podcast. So it'd be fun to watch. My favorite movie reviewer gave it a pretty positive review. And he doesn't really like that stuff. The DC animated movies. Hmm. So nice. I'm all right. To give it a shot. Um, but then I also I've watched it before and I read the comic. I also started the Flashpoint Paradox with Allie. I don't know if you've ever read that one. No. I haven't read okay. I haven't read any Flash. I I've only recently got into Flash by watching the, the TV show. show with my son. Okay, so in this And comic, now I like, want to read a lot more Flash cuz I really enjoy his cool I really enjoy his story arc a lot. And he's actually Isaac's favorite superhero. Um but so you Is know cuz he's red. I don't know. <laughs> red Rocket. He's got a gin, he's got a ginger suit. Yeah, like um <laughs> but so in this what happens is the timeline has changed where his mom doesn't get killed. And so then the whole universe is different. And in this, that happens in the show. Yeah, I know it's, there is a flashpoint paradox thing they do. Yeah. But in this comic book, Batman is Thomas Wayne and Bruce Wayne is killed in the alley. Oh, and it's a much darker Batman. Like he'll kill people. He'll just throw them off the roof. So does his wife get killed too? Or yeah, is it what, just yeah, yeah. Bruce Wayne and his wife get killed? Oh, instead of Thomas getting killed. Interesting. That'd be a cool read. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. I have the comic on comicsology, but also like on, they have the, is it on there for free? Um, it is might it be on the unlimited. It might be at this point, but also like I said, I want, they have the animated movie on HBO Max and that's what I was watching it because I've read it before. Dude, speaking of comicsology. I got your message. 10-4. <laughs> Dude, speaking of cause, uh, it, like it comes out of my Amazon because it's linked to it and that's why I get a charge every month. I swear to God, every month I forget about it. I'm like, what the fuck did I buy on Amazon like for $12.99 or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? It's like five bucks a month. Okay, yeah, I'm probably over-exaggerating. But like, <laughs> regardless, I'm like, what the fuck did I buy? And I like freak out for an hour while I try to figure it out and then I find out it's caught <laughs> I'm comicsology. I'm like, ah, shit. That's what it is. Because we haven't used it lately. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think you'll uh, you'd probably enjoy it because he he ends up being like his person he works with, like because Flash is super confused about like what the fuck is happening right now. Why aren't you you? Who who's that? Oh, and also like the world is like about to end because the Atlanteans and the Amazons are at war and they're like destroying everything while at war. Hmm. That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, that sounds tight. Yeah, so it's a 
It's probably a fun read. A good there, is, there is a comic that I want to check out that I uh, forgot I want to tell you about. It's a movie called, um, or not a movie, a comic that's actually for free on Comixology, but it's called um, Adora and the Distance. So I'm gonna start reading that one after I'm done with Injustice. But I only know about that one because it's one of the first ever comics that was released um, and written by Mark Bernardin, who is mm-hmm. the the co-star on fat man beyond with kevin smith yeah and the guy's an awesome writer so i'll eventually start reading that one eventually but i'll finish injustice first and then move on to that one i don't know how many issues it is but nice yeah okay sounds good um but yeah other than that so i I would definitely say read the comic or watch the animated thing i think you'd really enjoy it because like i said he's his like sidekick or they're working together mostly there's an animated movie of flashpoint of flashpoint Mm mm-hmm Oh shit! I'll have to I, I'll have to tell HBO my Max. son because yeah, my my son fucking loves the Flash, so I'll have to watch that. Yeah, it's we'll probably watch it yeah, tonight. It's a good one. All right, so then we'll move on into the muse. Yes. Oh baby! <laughs> <laughs> oh baby! <laughs> yep. All right. Yep. First yep. up, get it in. Harrison Ford <laughs> had a shoulder injury on the set of Indiana Jones Five. Of course he did. He's like yeah. eighty-seven, yeah. seventy-eight. <laughs> he has dyslexia leave him alone yeah i'm i'm i and, he, and the thing is too is like yeah, he good. probably got the shoulder injury from pointing but so like yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah the, the dude's old i'm know, still i'm yeah. glad he's still around though so yeah me too yeah it's just, so they're uh changing the shooting schedule around the shots that are that don't have him in it i just want to so see now. a blooper someday of them being like okay now just dramatically take off your hat and he's like <laughs> sure. well it's also like on um the force awakens there was a freak accident where the uh a millennium falcon door like fell off on and like and fell on him and yeah. broke his leg so jesus that, that, and then like right before that i think he had his plane crash that he somehow survived like <laughs> it's because he's not listening to the messages the universe is trying to put out to him apparently yeah <laughs> yeah the universe was like do not let them kill han okay <laughs> don't let them do it that's what's, that's what's going on here yeah so i was not surprised to hear that either at all but <laughs> so not a serious injury but just they just yeah, it's, it's a couple it's stopped, stopped filming for a little bit or something well, they're, I just, they're changing schedules so they're filming like other actors scenes without him that where he's not in it to get those out of the way first um, and uh, just a little thing that theaters are starting to go a little bit more full capacity now. Um, nice. I, I bought our tickets for Black Widow, and it I limited me at six, and it said like we'll space out however much we need to, and then I had to go back and buy more because I needed more than six. Oh, right. <laughs> and you didn't have any spaces in between. You could pick whichever seat you wanted, no matter what. Right so, on. Nice. Yeah, and I have seen it online that people are starting to see that stuff. So. A little bit more of a normal thing going on. Yeah, we're, we're, we're well, going yeah. back to the the normal that is our fucked up world anyway. Yeah. yeah. But we got eight of us going to that movie. <laughs> right? Dude, I'm so bummed. I'm I really sorry. It's all good. We didn't figure it out till last I mean, night. So. It's all good. It just sounds funny. It was like with Jeremy and Dave and Isaac. I was like, oh. Is there no more Christian tickets available? Like well, he, the- he couldn't get the time off because it's less than two weeks. Yeah, it's less than two weeks. So... Oh, well, fuck that. Yeah. Can't you just talk to him and be like, hey, is there a way that I can maybe switch with somebody? Or maybe you can talk to your coworkers and be like, hey, I'll, I mean, I'll buy you with some Dutch brothers. I'll, I'll try, but the problem is we're so fucking understaffed. Yeah, there's yeah no we like, have the same yeah, problem where it's so. like you can ask for days off, but I mean, it, it, sometimes you can get it. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes they'll ask you to replace it with another day. Yeah. Or shit like that. So I get it. Yeah. yeah. 
but and you work nights still yeah but Most only time. friday saturday so thursday i don't work nights but I'll, i'm the late and then tuesdays rigid rush so okay okay hmm. all right um next topic probably won't care that much but still gotta gotta go over it uh transformers rise of the beasts is the next transformers movie it will come out <laughs> june 24th of 2022 uh it's not a Michael Bay one. It's another prequel after the success of Bumblebee, which was a prequel. It got a much more positive viewing. So that's what they're Wait, doing. There's a, just a Bumblebee movie. Yeah. It takes place in what the 80s. I, I'm so your knowledge of, of it is accurate to like the success it had because <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't even think it did very in the well. sense of review wise, because if you look at the like rotten tomato scores of all the other ones, they're like 15%. And then that one's like in the eighties or something based on the reviews. I loved the first one Mm -hmm. because I I played with transformers when I was a kid. So the first one was, was great. Like I I was cool with it. Second one, like, okay. Like I was like, I watched it and I was okay with it, but then I just fell off after that. I was like, I can't fucking do this anymore. Yeah. I agree. I didn't really care for them, but so this one's supposed to be a prequel. It takes place in the nineties and it's going to follow Optimus prime, but it's also going to have like when they're the animals, I guess of some sort. Yeah. Which was also a thing when I was a kid. Yeah. So that's the new, it was just a new marketing player. Like instead yeah, of turning them well, into like, you know, they had cars, the, we'll turn them into fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, that and, was the one that cut me out a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. So now mm-hmm. we're doing not dinosaurs. Now it's the beasts. So I don't know. I don't fucking care. Same. But <laughs> it's one of the big ones. So yeah. Next, I sent you guys an article on this and I had not heard about it, but I was super excited when I heard about it is uh, Burt Kreischer, the machine movie in the works. Yeah. I'm surprised you hadn't heard yeah. about that. I've yeah, yeah me, me too. I haven't been listening to him for a while. So I, I, I've, I heard about it just because he had talked about it before on doing the Bill Burt podcast. And then now hasn't they haven't been doing the Bill Burt podcast because he's out there filming. That makes sense. Whatever. Okay. Well, and the other thing, too, is uh, for Two Bears, One Cave, I only watch the ones that Burt isn't on. So it's Tom. Oh, and really? Because you hate Bert? I fucking can't stand Bert now. But anyway. Um, uh, anyway that's funny because so, that's the only ones I listen dude, to. Are the, the ones that have Bert, Bert on. and Steve-O? Dude, it was so good, actually. I did so watch good. that one. That one was good. But that was for Steve-O, not because of Bert. They were right. both um, good. They were both good on it. But anyway, yeah. And so Tom will talk about it. It's just like, yeah, he's just up there fucking drinking shit loads of wine. Like, that's basically all he's doing. He's always like calling Tom with wine. Well, did you guys hand. hear what the concept for the movie is then? Mm-mm. No. Okay, so um, it's got Jimmy Tatro or Tatro casting. I don't know who that is, but also Mark Hamill's in it, uh, and is based off his stand-up act. is described as the Hangover meets Midnight Run, and the premise is that Bert's past catches up with him when he and his father are kidnapped by those he wronged twenty years ago while drunk on a college semester abroad in Russia. Oh, interesting. So they're so, just continuing all the story. Yeah, the yeah he goes back, and then they just. Okay, that, yeah. that's oh, interesting. That's, okay, well, yeah, I'll, 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 watch, I'll it. watch it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it. I'm assuming Mark Hamill is playing his dad. So, like, <laughs> I'm fucking way down to see this movie. Uh, like, that's pretty awesome. I'm more excited to see Mark Hamill as Skeletor, but I'll still go watch that movie. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm just excited to see Mark Hamill on the screen. Oh, like, did you see Kingsman? Yeah. Of like, course. when he had that tiny little bit, I was like, oh, my God, it's Mark Hamill. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Especially that was like right before The Force Awakens came out. So it was like a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little teaser. Yeah. A little little piece of candy in your mouth. Exactly. (laughs) This is probably some of my favorite news of the week. Um, Jerry Seinfeld is starring in and producing a Pop-Tarts origin movie called Unfrosted. (laughs) Did you say (laughs) Pop-Tarts origin movie? (laughs) What? 
Since That's got to be something more fucked up than what it seems based like. On a joke like of his, I haven't heard the joke. He wrote the script with Spike Fairston and Barry Martyr, and it will be on Netflix. But I don't know, dude. It sounds hilarious <laughs> to me. I, I yeah, it's it's sign it's Jerry Seinfeld, so I'll check it out. Yeah, like I mean, if I, it's based on a I, joke of his. I, yeah, I I love comedians <laughs> and cars getting coffee. So you know, that's I'll so watch I, I saw that and I was like, no way. Like, like there's got yeah, there's got to be some sort of underlying big joke to that besides just the premise I think of whatever he's his, probably his just doing bit something was. like making fun of the founder in some way. Okay, but like not fast food pop tarts. So. <laughs> Oh uh, no, I'm in, I'm interested. I mean, also like, does he do movies very often or anything? He just does his. Yeah, not that I know. Of, yeah, so but... it's kind of fun to see him doing something else. Um, next uh, we're gonna get a Scott Weiland bio biopic from Dark Pictures. It's a very small company, I believe, uh, but it's based on his memoir, Not Dead and Not for Sale. Oh shit! So yeah, thought that was something mm. you'd be pretty interested in. Yeah, was there anything on who's playing him? No, I think it's just starting development. They're still starting. Okay. Yeah. So, but I said it's a really dark or dark, uh, small, dark pictures is a really small company. I think they just got going. So I really don't know how much quality is going to be into it or like how much backing. I just saw that that's something that's happening. Sometimes those smaller companies produce some really good shit and really good documentaries. So we'll see. Yep. Um, This one's kind of like, take it with a grain of salt and I'll go into that, but there's a scoop came out from a, a YouTuber that I follow who had a source within the Hollywood community who has given him good news and given him bad news. So he's like, take it however you want to take this. Um, But that Michael Keaton is going to have a larger role in the flash than anybody is thinking. That's what I've heard as well. That uh, his role is at least, least as big as Sean Connery's was in Indiana Jones and the last crusade. So yeah, it feels more and more like they're trying to do something to possibly set up like a Batman beyond or something like that later on. And but we'll see. Well, what's like, interesting about it is the fact that he had that script. Remember a couple months ago, and he was like, "I haven't gotten to read it, and I don't know if I'm going to do it because of COVID, and uh-huh. I'm also doing this other thing I want to be doing." And so you would just imagine, but they were already getting ready to go into production, right? And so you'd imagine that it would just be like a one scene thing that they can change around if they need to. But so they were. Getting I think they're to- just getting smart, like the Marvel people did, and just been like, just kind of make it sound like it's you know eh, eh, and then we'll wow the 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 people when they see you know whatever like yeah because there's so many comic book shit happening like that now where they're like oh we're just gonna play the denial game a little bit like oh that movie's happening i don't, I don't even know like and, and then you see it come out and they, but it works out well because you get to you know be surprised and shit so it's value yeah. sorry trying to get a drink here all right next one um that's really all the big news stuff was that stuff. So we'll go over into our little reviews of stuff. So let's start with the the big one with Shang-Chi trailer. What do you think, sir? Oh, you know exactly what I fucking I know. think. I want to hear you. Like, I want to hear you do it. Like I had to have my son close his ears and turn his head while I came all over myself. Like <laughs> I fucking, I love a good martial arts action flick and yep. this is what it's going to be. Plus and I get some Marvel. Marvel shit out of it. Um, I think it's really interesting how they're doing the, the, um, uh, the 10 rings on his arms instead of on the fingers. So I want to see if they transition that into something else. 
Um, is, yeah. Do you think that's the Mandarin? Is that who that is? I'm hoping. But I'm hoping. That's well, I am I'm too. hoping that th- that it leads into the Mandarin. I don't know if they're going to show the Mandarin in this movie, but th- I think they're going to start with the Ten Rings. I just remember reading stuff when I was a kid. I don't remember them ever being rings on his arm. So I'm wondering if yeah. they're just going to start it that they way like, and then kind transition of like it. stones in their own way, right? And then transition that more into um, rings on the fingers. Like maybe that's what will happen at the end of the movie or something. But either way, I mean, yeah, the movie looks badass. All the stunt work looks awesome. I the love dragon in the water. Yeah, that looks I, I like it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be awesome to watch. Um, and I like it's cool, too, that we're not having to wait too long. Like September is going to be here before we know it. So yeah, it's, I'm not it's, happy about that, though. I wonder awesome. what uh, Disney's going to think, though, because the, the Chinese are fucking pissed about that movie. It has the lowest uh, ratings in China than like any other like Disney. Why are they product. so angry about it? Because they're uh, it just goes back to the whole like PC. Like they think it's super fucking insensitive of like their culture and stuff but it has like on youtube it has like a 50 percent uh like thumbs up on it whereas like the new black widow trailer has a 99 in china like most like, of their revenue comes from china too yeah so i wonder if like they're gonna do anything about that because yeah some people are pissed like i was just reading an article about yeah, it but the thing is i like, obviously it won't make up that much but it the american audience will bring in a shitload of money because they yeah. try and be supportive of the whole asian yeah, um, stars <laughs> yeah. in the movies. Yeah, it's if I go see this movie, it'll show I'm against Asian hate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not saying like, like, so. there's gonna be people like that. Right, just gonna no, be. that they totally not, not to make gonna up there. for China. I don't understand but. why. I mean, I guess I have to see the movie and figure it out. But even if they were working on some sort of Chinese heritage in the movie, and they're fucking it up, it's a fucking fictional film. Like. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that I don't. I'm not necessarily agreeing. But the logic is coming from you have white men trying to interpret it in a comic book and then we're just following what this interpretation is in a comic book into the movie. Now, if, so if, they, them, if, yes. if Chinese people come forward and they're like, hey, we read the comics and you fucked this up. Okay, like, I, I want to hear about that. Yeah. But otherwise, if they're like, you know, the the dragon has nine whiskers and we're only supposed to have four or whatever, like, I, you know, <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to hear any of like that shit. Yeah, I don't like, care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but anyways, it, it, it's, it's not going to stop me. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see that I mean, thing. I, in the theater. I don't know anything about him, but I'll watch it. I gotta it. see yeah, it. I, I, yeah, I, I know very, very little about, about Shang-Chi. Yeah, so, I mean, I, mean, I don't know much either. It'll be awesome. Cool. Do you have much more other than China? <laughs> no, that was pretty much it, but they're always kind of pissed. So, it's not really that big of news. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, then we had the Suicide Squad trailer, which you didn't see. I did not. Um, but, I mean, it was just another trailer I was happy to, with. Uh, it was great. I, yeah, I liked it that yeah. it gave me a little bit more of a, a backstory of what's story. going on. Um, I like seeing a little bit more man shark or um, a king, king shark. King shark um, yeah. Bird. Uh, that, yeah, bird. <laughs> like that was that was awesome. Um, I like seeing um, a little bit more of like a juice Elba and like what he's doing and um, a little bit of his backstory. Like, yeah, it was all. Sorry, I'm late. I had to go number two. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, all, like, so, I mean, it's still, it, it looks pretty badass. I liked it that James Gunn didn't like change the name or put some sort of sub name. Like it's just Suicide Squad. So I'm hoping that maybe the they'll, Suicide Squad. they'll, yeah, they'll like just kind of kind of like start with this and this will be successful and they'll go on from there since I didn't like the well, Suicide, other suicide Squad so it much. It seems like he's not ignoring that that first movie happened either. I'm hoping that he does come almost like a Deadpool Ryan Reynolds thing and almost like makes fun of the old movie through their dialogue because yeah. that would be hilarious. Well, because he's still got like Captain Boomerang in there. He's the same actor. Right. Um, and he still Harley. So like it just feels like he's accepting that's the same universe, but he's like, we're going to make it better and make fun of the fact that it sucked. Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm hoping for. But yeah, looks awesome. Excuse me. Next trailer, I'm sure you didn't give a shit about, but Kirk and I saw the movie in theaters, so I had to send it. Um, the Halloween Kills trailer. 
Yeah. I, I was mean, down with that trailer. I liked it. Jade actually, it was funny, like literally the day before you sent the trailer, Jade was like, hey, do you want to watch this with me? And I was like, yeah, finally, a fucking horror movie that you'll watch with me. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, yeah. Shit. So did they never come out with a, because like with the with with the other famous killers, like Jason and Freddy, they came out with like a Freddy's Dead, um, the final nightmare, like when they killed those characters and like Jason goes to hell and then they had like Freddy versus Jason, like they had all that shit when they're like trying to, I mean, they obviously never truly got rid of them, but yeah. is that what this is for so, Michael Myers? So is it looks like they're finally like trying to kill him off. I'll explain. Um, so because I saw Jamie Lee was, Curtis is in it. There was a shitload of Halloween movies, you know, up until, yeah. it, but about three years ago, Danny McBride and somebody else went to John Carpenter with a different idea for Halloween. So they've negated everything except for the first movie. And then they made a Halloween 2018 movie. Mm-hmm. And that is now a second, ver- a second sequel, direct sequel to Halloween. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they made Jamie Lee Curtis kind of be like a Sarah Connor type thing where it took place in present day and he's just been locked up the whole time and he gets out. And so this is a sequel to that movie. So this is like a Halloween three. And so this movie picks up exactly where that first one or that second movie ended, which is their house burning with him in it. And that's why we're just picking up from there. And I believe they're making even another one after this one. So they've had different things, but this is like its own different Halloween universe thing. This trailer made me wish that I kind of like horror movies a little bit because where they were going with the story had me kind of intrigued. Like I, I yeah, enjoyed the part where everyone was showing up, the fire department showing up and they were like, no, let it burn. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Like, what the fuck? Like I knew it was Halloween, but I didn't yeah. know, you know, and then it showed him killing all the firefighters and shit. And I was like, that's kind of neat. Like I wasn't scared, but I was like, this is, looks like it's fucking well, thrilling. And then when they started, and like, I, I'm familiar with the story. I know who Michael Myers is. Yeah. Um, I've got the the buddy of mine that I used to play in a band with that is a drummer. He is like obsessed with horror films. So he used to fill me in knowing I wouldn't watch them on like all these characters and their backstories and all that shit. So I know kind of what they're doing. But when they were talking, um, when Jamie Lee Curtis was talking about him, um, like the more he kills, the more he transcends. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, what the fuck? Well, are they doing? So that kind of intrigued me, you know, too. I was like, oh, OK. And if he's credited as the shape. Not as Michael Myers. Right. Because he's not, mm. at least in John Carpenter's mind, he's not a person. He's an entity. Right. And that's why she says it like that. Right. So also, yeah. you I don't can, know if I'll watch it, but there's a chance. Uh, like when I saw the trailer, I was like, like, it wasn't a trailer where they tried to just like scare me the whole time. Like they went into enough story where I was like, oh, this uh, is like kind of interesting. Also a specific detail about this universe as opposed to the other universe that came off of the first movie. Mm-hmm. She's not his sister. Oh, well, then what the fuck would it matter if Jamie Lee Curtis is there or not? I think he's just out to get her. Is that because they're they're related, therefore they're connected? I think now he's just out to get her because he could never get her. So he's like fantasizing. That's so much more lame. Uh, I mean, if you want, I have Halloween one and two. Everybody has a sister they want to kill. Like (laughs) if you have a sister, Um, (laughs) maybe you used to. But if you want, I have. Halloween and the new Halloween movie. So if you wanted to get caught up beforehand, because I Allie watched the first Halloween with me and she was like, that wasn't scary. Yeah, literally it's not scary. I if, don't like the if first Jade Halloween. Will watch it with me, you can definitely watch it. And they're not scary at all. Hmm. And there's and they're not even overly gory. Like, I saw I saw it might have been the first Halloween movie, or maybe it was the Halloween movie that um 
Rob Zombie that did. Rob Zombie did. Yeah, there was there's a there's uh, like I watched That's certain ones universe. here and there, but I can't say I've ever watched yeah. them in order or anything. Well, close you can to that. start with the one from the seventies, and you'll probably get through it. Yeah, and then if you want to watch the next one that made, was made in twenty eighteen, you can. Then we'll be ready for this one. I yeah. see. But also, I mainly have talked extensively about it. But the first Rob Zombie Halloween is also very good. A, a lot of people hate it because what he does is he human, humanizes Michael Myers, and he's not an entity in that movie. Yeah, they give him like a whole backstory. Well, they say that in the and, trailer in this one too. They're like, he's flesh and blood. He's a fucking man. We can kill him. Like we can take him that's, down. Yeah, that's they, what they say were that, saying. but that's they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, but it's Jamie Lee Curtis who's saying that. She would be the expert on that, right? To some she, extent. That's what I'm curious because, like, I understand the entity thing, but also during the trailer, she was like, "He's flesh and blood." Like, we this time we right, kill him. But blah, they blah, blah. put him in a burning house for however many minutes, and nothing happened to him at all. Right. There's True. been lots of different things that have happened, so it's hard to really determine, I guess, like what they're interpreting it as now. And that's what I don't get either, because it's like, and in the trailer, she's like, oh, "We're gonna kill him for good," and she's holding a butcher knife. And it's like the fire didn't. Your your knife is gonna do it. Like, yeah, that's so, a thing. So but that's I am why excited. I'll have to figure that out. Obviously, yeah, that well, that in general, it never works. But I'm excited because of, like the idea of like basically the whole town ganging together to go after him. Right. Yeah, this is, is like neat. a really fun concept. Right. Yeah. And I don't know. You guys can probably fill me in on this more than I do. But it seemed to me like I've never seen anything before this where Mike Myers was like, um like publicly recognized like that he does exist it's not just a bunch of people going well, crazy because, or just 14 mm, teenagers yeah, yeah, that fucking so, had a problem yeah, that's a big part of this story like is so, so when he was attacking the firefighters i was like at some point like that's kind of cool because some boys have to be like what the fuck there's a guy here with a weird face and he's killing everybody like well so that, that that's that intrigued a whole me plot too. point to this new plot the storyline is so that first movie ends and then this next movie takes place in 2018 and everybody thinks jamie lee curtis is just crazy Right. And she keeps telling everybody there's this fucking guy, he's Michael Myers, and they're like, he's just like he's gonna come back and kill everybody. So and the movie before this is the one from 2018. Yes. And that movie ends with the house on fire. Yeah. Oh, I see. So it connects that yeah. closely. Okay. Yeah. So but so she was always telling everybody like, like he's a thing, he's gonna come back, and they're like, he's in the house, he's not it's whatever, it's fine. And then he comes back and he starts killing everybody, and then shit everybody's like, Oh shit, it's Michael Myers. So it ends with this point where people have now been like, She's not crazy. Oh, I see. Yeah. All right. Specifically yeah, her excited. family. <laughs> um, when, was yeah. there a release date on it? Yeah, uh, I imagine right around Halloween. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I think it said October. Yeah. So, October. Yeah. Yeah. That um, makes sense. So I, I, I want to see that one. There was a big twist in the last movie that we both thought was didn't work. Oh, uh, remind me again. It's been a minute. Since it was. Um, there was somebody that like worshipped him. And oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah was it, was a, it was a weird turn. He had like a groupie or something, in a way. You'll have yeah. to watch it, it comes out of nowhere, and you're like, that didn't fit, but okay, we'll go with it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and that's from the one from 2018. Yeah, yeah, everything else. I pretty much it, there's also one scene that I thought was just fucking hilarious in that movie. What's the one from 2018 called? Halloween. Just, just Halloween. It's not. But you have okay. to kind of look for the 2018 is usually what it'll say in parentheses because the first one's called Halloween. Right, right. <laughs> but it was kind of. Is the, that on HBO? I mean, I know you have, I have it, but it. Is it on. Uh, I don't remember. Might be on I don't something. know if that's a Warner Brother IP or not. I can't. I, don't, I really don't know. Uh, I lost my train of thought. You're the, talking the about the, the follower and then the, oh, yeah, the, oh, yeah, the cheerleader one scene, he had or whatever. There's, the, there's one scene, though, where it's it's in there. It doesn't need to be in there where a girl is running through the woods. 
And I think she's on Jamie Lee Curtis's property and she has a bunch of mannequins and she's running through the woods and then she trips and just looks up and she's surrounded by mannequins and she just goes ah! and screams in the air and the scene's over. Like it's just in there for no reason. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> was that and, and who, who directed the 2018 one? Um, that wasn't up. Rob Zombie. Who was it? No, um, I think it was actually a comedic director, if I remember correctly. Just have to look up. Sorry, my phone's taking a second. I also like the Halloween. I think it's called H2O, if I remember correctly. The one where they're in like the mansion. Have you seen that one? And she like... Oh, at the, in the 90s one? I think so. And at the very end, she's like driving with him in the back of the van. And she like... I haven't, I haven't seen any except like for like crashes the off a one. cliff. Yeah. Uh, David Gordon Green. Oh, okay. Um, so... Okay, yeah, not a comedy director, but that was his first time doing a horror movie. He did Vice Principals, though, with Danny McBride. I mean, Vice Principals is fucking Def- really good. Yeah, uh, Eastbound and Down. He's good friends with Danny McBride, and so they both went to um, Eastbound and Pineapple Down Express. Is- there we go. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of random things, but. Goddamn. Yeah, that was his first time doing a horror movie, so that's why it was kind of an interesting thing, especially with Danny McBride's ideas coming from it too if you were like and i think there's there's some like so there's some stuff in that movie that's pretty typical horror movie stuff but it's fun um next then we had the snake eyes trailer i don't know gi joe at all so i figured this was mostly you thing because yeah yeah i loves it <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. i thought you do it was, i was like i like swords and ninjas so that's it was fun. great <laughs> That was one of my favorite parts. Favorite parts of the GI Joe movie that they did was Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes was one of the few, like out of the three or four GI Joe toys that I had. Snake Eyes is one of them. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, he's just cool because he's just a badass ninja, anyways. But yeah, having some sort of backstory to him was cool. I enjoyed the end when because when I was a kid and we had the toy, um, like in the cartoon, I, I like his visor never came up, and when I had the toy, it was one piece visor that came down. So to watch it do the Iron Man like yeah. coming down thing, so that was neat. Um, yeah, same thing. It's gonna be a cool martial arts action film. I don't know anything about his backstory, so. I don't even know if it's going to be true or if they're just going to be making all making, this up as yeah. they go. And that's fine. Um, I love GI Joe. I love Cobra. I played with those toys just the same when me and my brother would go out in the backyard with a fucking PVC pipe and play He-Man. Like, yeah, we did that <laughs> shit too. So um, it's awesome. It brought me back. I still hear it like in my head when I watch this trailer is when I went and before the first GI Joe movie came out, there was a trailer for it. And I was there with my buddy Drew and some other people. We were watching another movie. I don't remember what it was, but it played the trailer for yeah. GI Joe. And I already heard it in my head and it'll always stick with me. But like when they showed the G.I. Joe movie, it started showing like people from Cobra. Um, and you guys never watched the TV show for, or no, the, the cartoon from the 80s. OK, yeah. one of the things that they always did is when Cobra came out, the Cobra Commander had this weird like uh, like demon kind of voice. And he would always yell Cobra. And then like everyone would like <laughs> fucking start piling out. shit. So we were in the theater and the fucking um, the. Uh, the trailer came on and it started showing like the Cobra symbol and my buddy Drew just went Cobra like mm-hmm. yelling it across and everybody started fucking laughing because everybody <laughs> knew it and uh, it was fucking <laughs> awesome so yeah I'm excited it'll be awesome sweet yeah I've never seen the movies or anything so it looked fun though and I like uh, yeah I think so. I, there was numerous movies but I think I, I like I only saw the one like two. the first one there were two movies yeah so let me throw this at you because it's been talked about occasionally because Hasbro's kind of like taking care of their movie division now. They're kind of uh-huh. doing that. And there have been talks about a G.I. Joe's Transformers crossover. How would you feel about that? I, I, 
I that's stupid. <laughs> okay, I don't know why they would fucking do that because they're both Hasbro and they could do it. I, you know, no, they can. <laughs> yeah, they can totally do it. But it's like you're you're men with guns. I don't know. Fast and Furious have cars going into fucking space. So I'm sitting here trying to promote logic when that you was can't always do a that. joke that hadn't yeah. happened until this new movie. Apparently. So yeah, I can't fucking. <laughs> have you seen that meme? By the way, I forgot to send it to you today. The the meme that has um. Uh, it's making fun of Fast and Furious 9 and with them putting a car in space because that's the whole thing that everybody's talking yeah. about. And it's got um, uh, 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 Jade Christensen, whatever his name is, the uh, Anakin. Oh, and he, he's, 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 he's flying and he's saying some some uh some quote from one of the movies and then you literally see like vin diesel like pulling up next to him in the car in space and he's like <laughs> and anakin looks over and he's like it's okay anakin we're here to help and i'm like oh my god of course <laughs> they fucking make <laughs> me like this with a friend that makes fast and the furious That's with fucking awesome. star wars but yeah um i still won't watch <laughs> f f9 yeah, so, I mean, I, I haven't. I think I saw the first and second one when I was little, so I don't even have any yeah, relation I, to them. This is what I always say: the first three are the best, and then after that, they kind of just start falling. Really, because I always hear the fifth one's the best. Oh well, I don't haven't watched that far. <laughs> Sorry, you can't even actually say this. <laughs> Dude, the first well, three are golden. After that, well, you don't need to okay, watch them, the even thing, though I haven't seen them. Well, obviously, the first two or the second one's like a direct sequel to the first, and then the third one's like you know its own like whatever story, and then it, it breaks off again from there. So, like, well, I know that like in the fifth one, I believe that's when The Rock comes in, and that's when everybody like started loving the series again. Oh, I have seen the fifth one. I remember that. <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. There's so because it's like there's Fast and Furious, Too Fast and Furious, then it's Fast Tokyo and Furious, Drift. Tokyo Drift, and then I think it's Fast, Fast and the Furious again. I don't remember. One of them's just Fast and the Furious again, and then I don't, I don't even know. There is one that I went to that I went on a first date with, and it ruined the first date because I hated <laughs> the movie so fucking much. She hated me because I hated the movie so much that it ruined the first date. What'd she think of the movie? And it was, well, she fucking loved it. Cause she is oh, an okay. obvious fucking idiot, but like, um, <laughs> which I'm glad that the first date didn't fucking go anywhere because I could tell right away when she was like, she was there to just see Vin Diesel. Like I get it. He's a fucking eye candy for women, like whatever. Um, is and he? I don't remember which one it was. It was the first one that had Jason Statham in it. Because mm. at the end of the movie, well, Jason the, Statham like, and Vin Diesel ones. fight each other. And literally what happens at the end of the fucking movie is they both end up on top of a fucking car garage, car like a carport garage. Um, they're at the fucking top of it. They decide that they're going to take their fucking cars and they're going to ram them in each other full speed. They hit each other head on. They barely get fucking bruised, right? Uh. And they fly out of their fucking vehicles and all this other fucking bullshit. So then their cars are like stuck together, like uh, nose to nose. They both go into their own respective cars into the engine and randomly pull out a fucking tie rod, like a big metal rod out of the fucking engine for fucking nowhere. And they start having a hand to hand battle. And I like this movie fucking was terrible. And she <laughs> was like, she was loving it and laughing at all the jokes and everything else. And, and I was the whole, I, I fucking, I hated all over this movie. I'm like, this is such a piece of shit the whole time. And so she didn't want to see me again after that. And that's fine. Um, but then after that, um, there's a fucking firefighter, uh, 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 um, a, a fighter jet that shoots a missile at the fucking carport. Doesn't blow it up. Just makes everything crack a little bit. Okay, so then Vin Diesel and Jason Statham are still fucking fighting. And then 
how Vin Diesel wins the fucking fight against Jason Statham is he finally gets the best of him and gets him on the ground. And then he literally says the fucking line, you know, um, what's, what's hard about a street fight. The street always wins. And he stomps on the fucking ground as a human being and makes the cracks go underneath fucking, uh, judge Jason Statham and Jason Statham like falls to his death or fucking fall. Like nope, it was die. the stupidest <laughs> thing I ever seen in my fucking life. And I was outwardly pissing everybody off in that theater. Cause I was like, you are fucking kidding me. What a piece of shit. And I just kept fucking yelling at the fuck. And I totally forgot that there was this woman next to me that was like, like, can you take me to go see this movie? It'll be our first date. It'll be fun. Um, we didn't even go to ice cream afterwards like we were supposed to. She was like, yeah, we're, you know, we're, we're done. And, I, and and it wasn't because I was yelling at the movie, but because she loves Fast and the Furious so much. She was like, if you can't get into these movies, you can't get into me. And I'm like, if you fucking like these movies, you're a fucking moron. Well, also, even with that, that's unfair because like, like, I won't don't need Allie to love Star Wars like I do, but I needed her to watch them. That was my main thing. Yeah. Oh, I watched it and it was, yeah, that's, it was a fucking pile of shit. You have to I, be prepared for somebody. I, to I, not fucking, like I fucking couldn't believe it. Um, um, well, I hear the new thing in this movie is that they use the cars to catch people a lot. Okay. And so they'll drive by and they'll like jump and they'll like basically fall, but they'll catch them on the car and still somehow not fall off the car. No damage to the car or themselves. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I just, get the idea. Like, I understand that the movies are all about jumping the shark. Like, they defy gravity, they defy logic, and that's what makes the movies fun. And that's cool. Like, there are some things about that that I enjoy. And that's probably why I can't say it's the first three, but the first couple, at least, I liked of Fast and the Furious. But like, when it just goes too far, then I'm, I'm like, you're just, you're fucking wasting Well, the film. thing about like yeah. the first three is they're like literally just about illegal street racing. Right. And then they go off. After the first three, like, we're making a lot of money off of these. We'll just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they do the same thing with horror movies. Like, yeah, I get it. So. Like, I understand it's a cash what grab and people are going to go see it because they want to see cars do shit that's un- impossible. Well, like, also, Vin Diesel I has to keep making money, and that's about it. Yeah. He I, keeps going back to that. Uh, he did the second Triple X recently that didn't do well. <laughs> right. And he went back to Riddick at one point. It wasn't that good. He, he just goes back to the same stuff. Uh, well, yeah. Um, so that's all the trailers I had. I had one more trailer, but I didn't send it because I forgot to. And uh, but there was a new trailer for the remake of Candyman. Uh, so, but it's another horror movie. So. Um, yeah, I, mm. I've I've seen that horror movie. I watched it when I was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah, I have that scared, on my list. Scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's his name? Um, but I remember it being pretty good. Like I remember it being a, like a good movie. But yeah, it, it definitely scared me. I think it's uh, one of the Key and Peele guys. I can't remember which one it is. He also did Us, and he did. Um, another horror movie. He's doing this one as well, or at least I think it was idea. Jordan yeah, he, Peele. Right? He did. Peele, Jordan he Peele, did. Uh, yeah. He did get, get out. out get right? out. Yeah, to get yeah. out. Did us, and then yeah. this is because I saw Get Out, and that was more of a thriller than a horror I didn't movie. See but get it was out. really saw, fucking good. I saw Us, and that one was pretty weird. Wait, you haven't seen Get Out? The mm-hmm. Us one I didn't see. What? But, but Get Out was dude. Really that's good. such a good movie. How have you not seen it? I just I've heard it's good. I've just never gotten to see it. Um, I saw Us with Isaac. Allie refused to see it because the trailer scared her so much. That's why I didn't see it. Like I saw oh. Get Out and I was weird. I was like worried about it. But then when the movie was over, I was like, oh, it's pretty fucking good. Us starts as a horror movie and about halfway through it's not. It's just really weird. Mm-hmm. And like it's not scary to me at all anymore. But, but there's still an interesting concept they're going for. Oh. So, yeah, it's it, it's an interesting one. It'd probably scare you. But So, Jeremy, and in Get Out, you know, 
when they first have like the big like little like party at that house or whatever and uh the main guy meets the other black dude who's dressed up like yeah, in no, the suit with know the hat. The you know that actor yeah i forgot his name but that dude that actor i'm like not joking i he's every movie he's in has been so fucking good like i watched his debut like acting role that he had and it's a movie called short term 12 hmm Holy shit, is it really good? And then that same dude also had a big role in uh, Donald Glover's, like, Atlanta. Okay. Also, fucking really, dude, like, that dude's, like, track record is, like, anything he's in, I'm down for. Almost kind of like, uh, like, Jake Gyllenhaal or something. Or, like, every time, <laughs> like, all the movies that I've seen with him in it, I'm fucking, like... Anything with Bubble Boy, I'll go see. I, I haven't seen Bubble Boy yet, but it's hard <laughs> to find. I've tried. <laughs> well... I could probably find it. I haven't so, tried hard enough. So much like Brokeback Mountain, you find like you just can't quit him. I don't understand. The oh God, Jake Gyllenhaal's in Brokeback Mountain. I haven't seen Brokeback Mountain. You know Brokeback Mountain is, is about two cowboys who are in heterosexual oh. marriages and fall in love and have a gay relationship with lots of very graphic gay sex in mm. a mountain. It's it's actually uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger. Yeah. Oh, weird. Is it okay? How heavy is the 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 country side of it? I might watch it. it. Um, it, it <laughs> I was like, they wear cowboy hats. Like, I don't know how much more you want to know. Take a second to process. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I just love it. I love it when they made fun of that uh, movie on fucking uh, Family Guy, and they were like, much like that horse freaked out or whatever it was on 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 uh, fucking Brokeback Mountain, and it shows a horse being like, oh. Uh, both of our masters went into the same tent. That's where he peeks his head and he goes, Oh my God. Oh my God. And of course he's like freaking out. <laughs> but yeah. Apparently it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, quite the, the, the sexy, um, so you haven't seen it either. Uh, I, no, I have seen it. Oh, okay. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it's something. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Ang Lee directed that and he also directed Hulk. The first one. Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm not going to give him any good credit for that. Yeah. But, I'm just saying it's um, interesting two movies. To- <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean, have I seen Brokeback Mountain? No, no, oh, I haven't seen Brokeback Mountain. Okay. Okay. The Family Guy episode? Yeah. I'm just oh, saying, yeah, no. I'm talking about the Family Guy episode. Like, yeah, I saw it. That's why I was confused. No, yeah. I was talking about Brokeback. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, but yeah. So that was the Brokeback <laughs> reference. Is, is, and, and when they're telling each other that they're in love or whatever it is, or one of them is trying to run back towards uh, their wife or something like that, that's the line that one man tells the other man is I just can't quit you. So that's why I was telling that joke where I was like, Oh, you just can't quit Jake Gyllenhaal. And that's uh, oh yeah. fuck. I know he's known about the movie. Haven't watched it. Yeah. I know. Like, I know there's been some whack movie. Like there's another movie that uh, he was in that Jared told me about and had to do with fucking spiders or something. And it was like super strange. I think it was called enemy or something like that. I don't, I don't know. know. Nightcrawler. But, no, Nightcrawler's fucking fantastic. That's a great uh, movie. Yeah. There's another movie called enemy. I believe that. Um, the only spider yeah. movie that I'll ever watch that I liked that scared the crap. It was like, it was arachnophobia. With John it. Goodman, I haven't seen it. I, I don't, don't like, like spiders, spiders yeah. so I don't. Yeah. Fuck I don't with like spiders that either. That's why it scared me. I don't fuck with that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I like, like horror movies. But spiders I'm not watch are there. Spider movies. Like, I'll see a spider. Don't right. fuck with me with that shit. No. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Um, next, so if you guys want to do just a little bit of a review, and I can give more of a review next week with episode four, we have Loki. And if you guys wanted to say anything, am I am I up for in for a good episode? I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say too much about yeah. it, but I mean, this one's mostly talking. That's fine but, with me, as long but, as it's, yeah. 
Intriguing. Um, I'm still wanting to find out what it is that they're doing here with Lady Loki and trying to figure that out. And yeah, so we'll okay. We can wait till next week until you. There haven't been you know, like uh, after credit scenes or anything. I always right? wait. Not yeah. that I've seen yet. Okay, because no. I've definitely have not been fucking paying attention to that at all. Just say, just say, <laughs> I, I I've wasn't been watching until that like the but... end of the series, but apparently some random ones show up. So I just always make I, sure no. I do. I do have this to say at least about like like. I'm sure that they're going to reel me back in, but this one didn't pull me any closer to the show. Like after watching this third episode, I'm starting to like WandaVision more because Mm. of just how fucking emotional it was and her going through the grieving and all that other stuff, like the emotional tie to the characters. Mm. And this one just had very little, like, I'm still wondering of like, why, like, why, why, why the fuck are we doing all this? Like what's going on? Like, so it was just one of those episodes that it, I think they're just doing a lot of filler for story. And then I'm hoping that episode four will like take that back gotcha. up again. So, okay. Yeah. But it's so good. Obviously. Yeah. It's enjoyable. All right. Um, next one that I had, did you watch any more bad batch? I assume you didn't cause you're driving whatnot. No, and I can't say that I will because once you said it was animated, I was like, "How?" Oh, like it, that that you should give took it a the shot. wind out of my sails. The la- I haven't seen the most recent episode, but the last episode I did watch, I was fucking stoked because a Clone Wars character came back that we've been waiting to see for a long time. But also there was see, a- and I wouldn't recognize. I know that. you wouldn't know that, so that it's fine. You wouldn't have to, but it is cool if you do. Um, but then there was also a actual like duel, like a Western duel, um, with like. Uh, what's it fucking called? I know what it is. You don't have to make the gun symbols. Like, it, I know. Well, no, yeah. I know. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, no, yeah. So. I know what a Western but standoff you know, is. Not, it's always been like a thing go. that they've uh, wanted to, or had in Star Wars is the samurai stuff. The Western stuff is all very in it. Right. But we've never actually seen this happen. So it was like really fun for me. Like, who? We're actually getting into the, uh, the roots of this shit. <laughs> did I tell you? Uh, okay. Remind me to tell you something that has to do with work and Star Wars when we get off the air. Okay, I'll try. So I don't have to because I don't think I can tell the story without giving away people. Okay, so sounds good. All right, well, um, that's all I have for the muse. But before we get into Kirk's joystick, mm -mm, (laughs) uh, I have to pee. (laughs) So we'll be back. We will talk amongst ourselves. So your son, I'm assuming you've watched him play SnowRunner. Then a lot of SnowRunner. A lot, like like even even when sometimes when I'm uh, over the last couple days when I've been like editing the podcast, it's me editing the podcast on my laptop and like watching him play SnowRunner in the background. Like he loves that. It's weird because of like my mindset, especially like having ADHD. Yet Mm -hmm. that game is so like slow paced, kind of like methodical, right? Like. It's definitely, I kind of cheat a little bit because like sometimes I'll be like, you know, trucking along with whatever I have and I'm like making this long journey and it's getting all sketchy and whatnot. And then I'll roll over and I'll get up, run to my keyboard and hit all F4 so it doesn't save. So I don't have to do it all over again. (laughs) I'm like, fuck, dude, that took like at least half an hour to get to. Like, What pissed me off about (laughs) that game is I bought it for him like somewhat new and then it was on Game Pass and I was like, Fuck, dude! Like that's I hate it when that fucking happens. So many times, yeah. Holy shit! And I hate that. Like I wish that they would release some sort of list of like this is what's coming out in the next six months, so they don't fucking. And I guess they don't really get my money twice because I I I go to Games Ahoy and I I don't I don't go oh, to yeah, yeah. Uh, GameStop, so that Fuck way I'm GameStop. supporting a local business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fucking hate GameStop, but um, 
Yeah, but that that's happened to me twice now, I think, where I bought a game and he loved it and then it came out on Game Pass and I'm like, fuck, I'm paying for it again. Dude, so, it, yeah. It's it definitely it happens to me all the fucking time, but then also the adverse happens where like I want to get a game and then I yeah. wait. Like Liam and I were talking about uh that game Maneater, which is like a spiritual successor to like Jaws Unleashed if you remember that game. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that and uh, me and Liam talked about it for a little bit. We're like, yeah, we kind of want to get it, but like, we don't know if we want enough to justify buying it. Like, and then it got put on Game Pass, and then like, so that happens all, as, about as much as I fuck myself over. So it kind of evens out, you know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah. So yeah, when it came on there, I was like, oh damn it! Like, I hate Which it game? when fucking does that. Snow uh, Snowrunner, because I bought it for my son, and oh, then it came yeah. on Game Pass, and I was like, son of a I, bitch! That like, it's such a waste of like, money. Uh, Netflix yeah. or something. I'll like usually I rent a movie. And then like two weeks later, it's going to be on Netflix. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that happens to me. Like, I'm okay if I purchase the movie and then it's on Netflix because yeah, I, I, I still it. like having the the behind mm-hmm. the scenes and the shit that comes with the Blu-ray and stuff like that. Like, that's cool. Um, but yeah, with a video game, I'm like, damn it. Like, I can't like I just fucking wasted my money on this. But yeah, he fucking loves that game. What my son loves doing is he loves purposely fucking himself over and rolling a truck just so he can get an even cooler truck to go save the other truck like he loves doing that he loves wrenching himself out and then like towing the truck all the way back and then fixing it and like he he follows the storyline a little bit he'll go like do a mission and then Mm -hmm. he'll go build some sort of stupidly big truck and then just go fucking four-wheeling and he just he loves doing that yeah no it's really fun and it's also like i i enjoyed a lot on pc i mean with console too actually they do have like a mod support for it yeah um but on pc it's like slightly different but there's some pretty fun like mods you can fuck around with like you know full-on maps themselves like little crawling courses he's downloading mods for that game all the time to the point where i had to have him start deleting some shit because i had no space to play any of the games that i wanted to play because he's just constantly fucking downloading mods i'm like dude like you're gonna make like i'm gonna have to buy a fucking external hard drive for this thing just to like move all this over because like i can't get rid of any more of my game space because i want to keep like my saved content and my saved data and shit and so yeah Yeah. it's just it's awesome when i like developers support like heavily support mods because uh-huh. it just extends the longevity of the game so much. Well, they like, they have to know by now that it's going to create more gameplay, which means that they'll tell their friends about it and their friends might hopefully purchase it or at least pay for game pass. And yeah, I was thinking about, cause that game, uh, cause there's like a couple of versions. Um, I bought like the, the $60 version. So it comes with like the season pass or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And um, so I have like a hundred and, 35 hours i think in that game which i'm not saying is like a super crazy amount but it's definitely higher than most of my games right i feel like maybe i've done like 50 percent of what that game has to offer like hmm. it's just one of those games where i'm like holy shit this like even though you kind of got fucked with the game pass thing like it's still you get a lot of game for your money well and as a parent i prefer that i prefer to pay for something and have him play it for hours because i've bought him games and And he played it for three and a half hours and was like i don't really like this dad and i hate it because i can't get mad at him because he's just looking at the cover yeah Yeah. he's just looking at the cover and he's watching some youtube videos like it looks cool so then we go get it and then it's a fucking waste of money on my end but um yeah, I mean, it just happens. As a gamer, uh, yeah, though, the same know. thing happened when I had also uh, when your kid, you don't get that as much because you don't have a sense of finances. As yeah, much. he has. Yeah, yeah. he has. Yeah. All he knows is he just has to be like, Dad, can I? And I go, Yeah, all right, sure. Like, I work my ass off so you can do this kind of stuff because that happened to me all the time when I was a kid where I'd go to my mom and be like, Can we have this game? And my mom be like, No, it's 60 bucks. I'm not paying, you know. Yeah. So I, I, I don't want to do that with my kids. So I try to help them out with like whatever they want to do. But yeah, sometimes it 
don't spoil to, them. Though. It, it fucks you over a little bit. I'll spoil the fuck out of my kids. I don't care. As long as they know what hard work is, I'll spoil the living fuck out of them. <laughs> yeah, you gotta I, keep that balance. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Thing you don't like, they, they, they know how to work yeah. for it. They do chores for me. They help me out. My daughter fucking babysits for me every other week. Like they they put in some work, and so I'm totally okay. See, with that's that not being, spoiling though. That's yeah. so rewarding. So, yeah, so yeah. I'm just rewarding them, but I'm totally okay. Like, and my daughter's mom. And I sometimes get into a little bit of a, a battle with it because she wants her to like pay for her own shit. And I'm like, no, she's a good kid with all A's. Like I like, uh, she was so much better of a teenager than I was like, I'll spoil the fuck out of her. If she wants something, I'll get it for her because she's, she's putting in the work. So fuck off. Yeah. You're just rewarding them for making your life slightly easier. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you're not putting me through hell. I'm not taking any of you to rehab right now. Like any of that other bullshit that some of the you're parents have pregnant. to do with. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You're not pregnant. You're not beating on each other. You're not like, you know, whatever else. Like I, I'll, I'll, I'll buy you cool shit so yeah. you can do it. Cool. So Kirk's Video joystick. Yep. How's your joystick today? Uh, it feels okay. Yeah. <laughs> Could always be better. Tips a little red. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> A little scabbed right now though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we play a lot of video games. Right. Yeah, I palm uh, it a lot. So, um, yeah, I, I, a little light this week, but there are kind of some big stuff. I will just say right off the bat, those trailers I sent to you guys, like I just sent those because I was like, ah, yeah, I do need to start sending shit so we can at least talk about it. I don't give a fuck really about any of those trailers i said just saying <laughs> yeah I, I was like i don't give a fuck about mario golf yeah i was like <laughs> like i was just like i don't want to like not send anything again so whatever the only one i figured it was kind it was cool of whatever send them though yeah, yeah the alien um getting in the habit. fire team uh Dude, that so one yeah I'll, let me just go into that one yeah go into um it. i want to be hopeful <laughs> it I, looks have, cool. I have no faith in it because Alien games are notoriously bad except for Alien Isolation and that one's a different kind of alien game. Pretty much every other one that comes out is straight garbage. I don't know which one it is. Uh, My buddy Skillman does um, a Twitch channel and he was playing an Aliens game on there and it's one that like has like jump scares and shit. Yeah, that's Isolation. Okay, yeah, because there was one where like he was, all he was doing was like reading uh, something on a computer and it was just a small clip that he put on like Instagram and it fucking cracked me up because he does, you know, like like the screenplay and then it's like the video of him. So you can see, you know, Mm -hmm. and he's just reading something and he's like, okay guys, let's check this out. And he's like, oh, okay, and this happened to the breach. And then he turned around and an alien just fucked and like killed him and he's like hey, Jesus and yeah. like freaked out and then like was like hiding his face and then like looked up and was like oh my god <laughs> like it scared the shit out of him so that one I was like that oh, was a horror cool. game in the sense that you're trying to get through it's like Alien the first one you're trying to get through the ship without right. it getting you but the thing is it's not only aliens there's also some robots that are super like malfunctioning and those are the fucking scary ones because they find you easier <laughs> also you played Resident Evil 2 right yeah, I've played I've played all of them. Okay, all of it. Uh, that's what I thought. You know, Mr. X in two. Yeah. In, in the beginning, I was always following you. That's like what isolation is. You're going throughout the ship and the aliens pretty much always following you. It's just they, one alien or it's yeah, a bunch just, of them. Just yeah. one alien. And then like Liam said, there's um there are droids, but they're the all androids, malfunctioned. Yeah. Um but basically they scripted the AI really well. Yeah, it's it's fucking scary. I'm not good with those games because you don't you don't really have a sense of defense or anything, right? You're just like you get some bullets, but like the androids take like ten bullets to kill. So you really have to just try and like not get caught by them, and you can't kill the alien. You just have to somehow distract it or something. Yeah, I don't know if I would like that or not. 
I mean, maybe, I don't know, because I also didn't like the enemy or not the enemy within. What was that? Um, evil within the evil within. I didn't like that because of the same reason. Like I wanted to just fucking kill everything. It's no, but it's not even like that. Game. You have to just run. It's not even like that. Yeah. I, I, like I mean, that. it's even more running than that game. You have, it's first person. You'll like have a flashlight or something sometimes, but you got to be careful. It's yeah. definitely very okay. survival. Yeah, it's horror. a def yeah super survival horror. That's, yeah, the, uh, the alien one that you put up looked it, it looked cool. They had a lot of. Different I, I haven't played a lot of alien games to be let down by. So well, I don't have one, anything to reference. You probably it. know, but what's the, the one team, before before this is like uh, colonial colonial marines marines. Yeah. yeah, and that one was like a notoriously god awful game. Okay, so basically, it seems like they're kind of trying to make that game sort of but just it a lot better and actually doing that it. much better to me though so uh, i don't know I, I mean i like some of the different alien designs like that white one with the weird face was pretty yeah, interesting that looks pretty cool but actually. i don't know I, I i'm hopeful i'm always hopeful if i hear it's good i will definitely play it but yeah i'm not running until out. you see a face hugger uh, but that's why you stop playing isolation because at the end of it you find hey, face <laughs> that's hungers. right but yeah. the thing is we talked about that on one of the podcasts yes, we did yeah. but the thing about that is you don't have a gun or anything that's you just true. have to fucking run i think you might have a flamethrower but you only have gas however much gas and at least in this game i can fucking shoot the bitches like it's that's true and, this that's, might be and your... that's an alien game that i would find yeah. fun if i had a good amount of ammo and they're just coming at me and i can just fucking pop up yeah it just depends how they are that'd be fun yeah oh like i said if i hear it's good then i'll definitely play it because it's aliens and i love alien shit but i know that notoriously alien shit isn't very good yeah not a good track <laughs> in general like see i know the alien games were fun when i was a kid the ones that came out like super <clears throat> nintendo stuff like that because i think they came out with like aliens like one two and three or something like that like mm-hmm. those were fun but those were just like side scrollers yeah, it's something different. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, there was one um, Alien versus Predator game that came out even earlier, and it wasn't that good either on the Xbox 360. There's one on the computer that I hardly got to play, and there was another one on the 360, but it was like a strategy game thing where mm-hmm. you were the Predators, aliens, or the Marines, and that one I thought was kind of fun because hmm. you had to like do things a little differently depending on how it was because like the Queen laid the eggs, you know, so you had to like protect her if you were the aliens. Okay. Yeah, but that one was kind of an interesting one, but yeah, usually they're just not that great. And I I I, th- I thought Mario Golf w- was cool. That's okay. fine. Like you guys so, were shitting on it, but I was like that. Like because I play Wii Golf with my kids, and it's fun, and they like Mario shit. So that's a game that's that a I would combo. buy for me and my kids, and we would we would sit and and enjoy. It. We wouldn't play it every day, but it still it still looked like fun. I'm sure. Like yeah, the I thing you would like it actually. <laughs> the thing about that game is, yeah, I'm sure it'd definitely just be fun because they're all fun. The only reason why I was like eh on that game is because when I was watching the trailer, I don't know if you saw the suggested videos, but it was all people who had gotten the game early and like were reviewing it and shit. And right. literally every single video was like, don't buy this. This is fucking awful. So <laughs> that's why I, like, I, I did, was like, oh, okay. I did think the speed golf seemed like a fun way to do the game. Yeah. Just, like, trying as hard as you can to get to the end. Right. But, uh, but I mean, I don't care for golf and I don't really play a lot of mario so it didn't really like i like i, I like the, the wii golf games those were fun and dude like mario um like super strikers was the soccer one then they had the the mario right. the tennis one like right. all those mario like sports games just end up being really fun so yeah it's mario and nintendo well so. i hope it is fun yeah so hopefully it's all good but if you do end up picking it up i guess you can uh give us your thoughts instead of just random people on the internet and uh, that Scarlet Nexus trailer, I thought was that some of the dialogue was real cringy. I so yeah, yeah. So you didn't give a shit about that one either. That was one that you just like. Oh, threw well, it up the reason throw I up. threw it up is because a lot of people are like 
saying that it's it's very good yeah because i don't know like is is that based off of a movie or a show like i don't know much anime yeah, so i didn't I know, know like that's my problem too like yeah, i watched it, it like i was like, like, supposed to be like okay. pumped for something that's happening but i don't understand what's that's happening that's, i felt that's how i felt like, too i felt like i didn't know what was going on like i yeah. was like oh, this looks neat but it's a bunch of anime and they're fighting and i <laughs> yeah well, yeah it was the same yeah, way. Like, it was just the, was those to. those both of those games were coming out um this friday that, the, the, so those were the only trailers that were like released this releasing week. of games releasing this week. Did and those you, are like the two biggest games. Did you watch the trailer for the Breath of the Wild 2? Because when no, we got I together forgot. last week, oh. you're supposed to fucking watch it. <laughs> I know. I want to talk totally to you forgot. about it. I totally forgot. See, this is why you have to Fuck. watch things on the air because <laughs> yeah. then you don't have to forget. It's hard and to then watch then things on the air though, because you get yeah. there. I want the sound. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I sent that out. I don't, don't care. And even if I did, I wouldn't play because it's anime and I'm not At a At least you sent yeah, some trailers, so. surprised that you like, sent that That's the start. You sent some trailers, yeah, so, so it'll get you in the habit of doing it more because um, it was nice. Like, I saw those come up and I was like, oh, okay. And then I went back later and looked at them. I was like, oh, they're fucking video game shit. Like, Kirk actually yeah. followed through. And then I went through and watched all three of them. I was like, all right, I'm going to check these out. Cause yeah, the, the, well, and then the Aliens one, the reason I sent that uh, the trailer specifically was not because like it was new or anything like it's kind of been around for a while but it right. finally got its release date which i uh, okay. forgot to put in my notes but i'm uh, oh wait it's, it's august 24th august, yeah. yeah yeah august 24th um anyway so that's why i included that one um and then a couple other just like quick things uh tony hawk's pro skater is now available on switch the the remake or whatever they did of one and two so i, I don't know if you have a I lot of i never got into that game were like you? it was so fucking popular like yeah I had it, it. that One that, them, that game least. made him so much fucking money which i mean he was a uh fucking great skater anyway yeah. so it's not like that was his only revenue but that was such a fucking like well, because I know a uh, lot of people thing. credit the soundtrack as being, yeah, you know, one of the huge. best soundtracks. Yeah, so. like so I don't, I, I, I doubt I'll play it. Like if my son wants it, I might watch him play it or something. But I never played the first one and never cared about so, skateboarding. Yep. I loved playing that game at friends' houses, but it was rated T, so, so I couldn't had to own it. Like house? that was right. one of the arguments. Like I remember my mom and like her husband at the time having an argument because my her husband at the time's like. Yeah, traded T it. This is skating. You can play it. My mom's like, what the fuck? Pretty much. She was like, no, it's rated T. Why is it in our house? I was like, what the Jehovah? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're but not playing that. I had it on Nintendo 64 and I was too young to really know how to play it really well. And most people I knew had it on PlayStation. Yeah. 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 Um, and my sister, I would watch her play it and she'd get some cool shit done. And I was like, I want to do that, but I could never figure it out. How to do it. <laughs> yeah. And it was cool. Like, I mean, like, I did the same thing. Like I'd go over to friends' houses and watch them play it. And they or, or most of the time it was going over to friends' houses. They were getting really fucking high and <laughs> yeah. I get high with them and then just kind of watch them play it. And they'd be Speaking like, Oh my God. And you watch them get all these points for doing tricks and shit. But I never, I, I never, yeah, yeah I, this, I specifically remember like me. the painting game or whatever, where you're trying to turn everything blue or whatnot. Yeah. Oh yeah, I vaguely remember that one. I had more experience with um, Dave Mira's BMX because that one was right. rated E, but it, that one was very fun as well. But Underground, Tony Hawk, yeah, Tony Hawk's Underground or whatever. I think it was on the PS2. That one I played more so, but again, it was just at friends' houses. But right, did you guys ever play uh, Most Wanted? Need for Speed Most Wanted? Oh, that was the best one. That was. Oh, the we're best talking one. to yeah and. I feel like there's going to be people who like are thinking of the new one that was on PS3 and Xbox 360. No, the PS2 most wanted. Xbox as well. And Xbox. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking oh, holy shit. So good, dude. 
I don't even. I, you never played them. No. Did you ever no, play? I didn't need care for about speed? any other Need for Speed. That one. Yeah, I, I played Need for Speed like way, way back in the day. I remember playing on like a friend's PC. I, yeah, the first Need for Speed I had was on uh, PC. It was like Need for Speed's Porsche. Like I remember it was all Porsche. Yeah, and I remember that, but I, I never got into car games anyway, no, so there's no way that that would have ever hooked me. I didn't me. like racing games or anything, but I fucking loved that game because you got to like pick your car, customize it however you wanted, and it was all street racing. And so you were doing shit. So like the goal was to have a big bounty on you. So you'd fuck up shit so that the cops were chasing you. And you'd just like get more and more and more cops chasing you. And you're just trying to be more creative to get away from them and avoid yeah. any like road traps and stuff like that. The only card Dude. games I ever played was like Mario Kart because I loved all of those when I was yeah. a kid. Even now I like them. And then um, in the arcade, I always played uh, what that was that card game like Rush. Cause that was the one where you could like oh, jump think, onto buildings and do shit like that while you're racing. Like you're that was, about. yeah, it was like rush San Diego or I know what you're talking about. Something think, like yeah. that. Like that was always in the arcade. It was like the green one, <clears throat> but that's, those are the only ones I ever really gave a shit. There about. was actually one really good car game uh, and kind of because of the story, but the driver series, um, if you guys ever played them, but no, there's one specifically, no. it was on the PS3, Xbox 360 era. And it was called a, uh, like I think it was driver San, San Francisco and the dude, the game was so fucking like such a weird concept, but it worked so well. So you were a cop that had an injury and was in a coma, but in your coma, you had an overview of the entire city. Uh-huh. And so you could transfer your consciousness into the drivers of other cars. So instead of like GTA, you just steal a car. You would take over the mind of, whoever was driving that car and so you would enter into the car and if they had a passenger they would like continue on with their conversation and then it would be <laughs> you as the main character responding to them but like in in your head you're like i don't know what the fuck they're talking about uh-huh. like it just shit that it was really fun uh highly recommend that one um but then uh another little piece of news which i personally didn't even know about but this kind of makes sense but a lot of people who were on steam would change their uh regions in steam to buy games for cheaper because it showed up as them being in a different region. Um, but they cracked down on that. So, right. You know, I guess it's too late if you want to try it or you can still do it, but they added a limit on how often you can do it. There is no limit before. Um, so there's that also, um, there was this game called abandoned that got released a while ago, uh, that had like a little trailer. It's kind of like a horror game, kind of first person, um, Okay. And then Hideo Kojima, the one who made, you know, all the uh, Metal Gear solids and stuff and like Death Stranding, um, he would like tweet stuff on his like Twitter or like put stuff off on Instagram. Like, I don't know the exact details, but they like coincided with the, this company called Blue Box who's putting out this game abandoned. And people started coming up with these like crazy conspiracies about how it was Hideo Kojima making this game like this was his next project Hmm. and um it got so bad to the point where the oh like ceo or whatever of blue box had to like video himself and be like hey that like i'm the one you know doing this like they had to push their release date or they they had like a like a showing or whatever he had to push that back like a few months just to let this like die down and stuff um but so finally got kind of put to rest but it was just a weird little story um also windows 11 is coming this fall if you did you happen to watch like any of the stuff on it there wasn't really a concise like video like there was a couple preview trailers but it just showed like the layout they didn't explain any of the features um so i didn't really send anything like that but a a couple of the big things 
are um, obviously it kind of looks closer to like iOS, kind of like a Mac now. Like the taskbar is no longer on the left side. It's like central. Right. With all your apps and little what icons down there. Um, it seems like you can change it, though, which is definitely nice. Um, also, uh, Windows will now support Android apps natively. The caveat is you can only use the Amazon Play Store. So you have to have the Amazon app installed with an active Amazon account. Wait, huh. what? I so, don't understand what that means. Basically, so you can now download well, like Android apps onto your PC, but you can you can't use the Google Play Store. Oh, you have to use Amazon the Amazon store. store. Okay. Um, right. So billionaires sticking together. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Immediately, I was like, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> you scratch my Benjamins, I'll scratch yours. <laughs> right? uh, and then we've got the Xbox app for PC, which is what's used for Game Pass on PC, is now uh, integrated in Windows 11, which I don't know, maybe some people would be mad about this. I am a huge fan of Game Pass. Even if I don't buy the consoles, Game Pass is awesome. Right. The way they integrate it on the PC and everything. So I'm really excited because if it's integrated, it's just going to work better. Easier. Yep. So that's really nice. Um, another big thing, which we'll see how this goes, uh, because Windows has not been like, it's been hard to get HDR to properly like kind of work on Windows. Uh, I've fucked around with it for a bit and I could never really get like anything that worked well. Okay. Um, but they're heavily emphasizing hdr in this one and specifically they're adding a feature called auto hdr to where it like automatically gives like sd content like hdr i don't want to call it upscaling because it's not upscaling but like give it that little flare onto it so they showed it off in like skyrim for example they showed a side-by-side -side comparison of what auto hdr would do versus you know your standard definition and uh it looks kind of nice with the the enhanced colors but how smoothly this works, I guess I was we'll just have say, to. But the frame rate, uh, no, no. <laughs> it doesn't turn me on enough. Luckily, uh, HDR and frame rate have nothing to do with each other, um, <laughs> because I, that would suck. <laughs> just, yeah. I'd be pissed. But you had the but same the same but as when you say but the frame rate. But yeah, the frame rate. Um, there is there is another feature. This one, I uh, I kind of just saw a quick thing, so I don't I don't know exactly what's happening, but it looks like. They did add a, a feature to where you can pull like data straight from your video card as opposed to running through your hard drive or like an SSD or something. I don't know exactly what it applies to or whatnot, but that should actually improve like speed, whether I, it's loading times or actual graphical like output. I'm not too sure on that, okay. um, but they did show that off as well. Um, and then also it's a it's a free update. Um, so you can opt in, but I think they're still supporting windows up until like 2025, which gives windows 10, like a 10 year lifespan. Hmm. Um, so I never even figured out windows 10. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the thing that's interesting, which a lot of people have pointed out is they're like, uh, what was it? It was like windows Vista. Good. Windows XP. Bad. Then windows seven. Good. Windows eight. Very bad. And then Windows 10, good. So we'll see if they <laughs> break the cycle. Um, I thought a lot of people hated Windows 10 when it initially came out. They did, but for how bad 8 was, like 8 was awful. 
Like, I remember when that was like, do you guys remember Windows 8 at all? Yeah. Like initially, and they even kind of updated a little bit, but like there for a while, you you didn't even have your normal like task bar with the little, you know, thing to get into your all your like you had to use a I used a program called Classic Shell and it would re put your task bar on it to make it feel because it was all built for like apps and tablets. And uh, yeah, like I, I like I, I remember back to awful. like my oh, parents I'm buying eight and 10 up with that's what it is. OK, OK, yeah, yeah. Like okay. Eight, I was like, this sounds like eight. So, yeah, I forgot that they went back to a kind of normal thing on 10. That's yeah, 10 right. closer. Yes, to that's seven, what I was but. like. Yeah, that everybody hated that shit. OK, I remember my parents buying a computer and getting excited because it had Windows 95 on it. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, I, well, I do, I do distinctly remember using computers with Windows ninety five though, because I remember my sister had like a shitty computer in her room that had Windows ninety five on it because it was so fucking hey, old. Right, that's my birth year. Oh, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Hey, Jeremy. I wasn't even born yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually um, editing one of our last episodes that I had to edit. Um, and this was like, uh, like four days ago or something like that. Um, before I started uh, doing the big upload of like all of them. Yep. And um, one of those things came up where we were talking about something and you were like, Jamie, I graduated high school that year. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, like just hearing it, like hearing us talk about it. I was like, God damn it. Right. You need another That's old so guy funny. on the show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can get one. It's fine. Right. We'll get Eli on here eventually. And then I'll be like, help me. <laughs> be old with me. He's off. You on remember one. Windows 92? I believe right? he's off on Monday. So yeah. Yeah. We'll have to get him on here eventually. Um, What else? Yeah. So that's cool. That's Whether it. or not you want Windows 11. Oh. Yeah. Um, It'll be the same as everything else. I'll wait for it to be out for a while. Hear what people say. Yeah. And then, yeah. Take it from there. Um, Also, the last bit of news I have is it's time to waste money because the Steam Summer Sale is up and going until July 8th. Um, I haven't quite bought anything yet, but I'm fucking already itching. Like, I just, money's burning a hole in my pocket now that the sale's going. How much would it cost? Because you know about this. How much would it cost? to build your own like decent like gaming Computer. tower um i would say 15. right now like just the tower like nothing else very hard um because of the stock issues um right. but this is one of those times where probably getting a pre-built is the way to go because you can actually get graphics cards and what close to like msrp um but i could definitely look around like i would say Really, depending on what kind of level you're going for, I would say like five hundred to a thousand dollars, you can get a pretty like satisfactory like setup. Like I'd okay. say like a little, like five hundred would be like a like a you know good, and then a thousand would be like you know like above average for sure. Okay. Definitely, yeah. Because my son's starting to ask about like he still wants an Xbox Series X and he still wants a PS Five. But then at some point he also wants like well, the a thing- gaming PC. And then I told him, I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm probably not going to get you an Xbox series X. If I'm also going to be buying you like a nice gaming PC, because yeah, if you get the point, PC, you don't need any of the other I things. I don't get yeah. the point of it. Like for real, that's like, why it's why, almost, why would I pay for both? That's why it's kind of nice. Like, that's why I'm such a huge fan of Xbox game pass and the Xbox right. app. Like I've, I praise it because like I get to experience all the exclusivity exclusivity without you know having an xbox 
Right. Because I never was an Xbox. I was always been PlayStation person. So right. Yeah. I've always, been like, I've always had both. Well, those people, it's like I know it's not as good as PlayStation, but I love it so much. It does right. yeah, have a soft yeah, place yeah, in and, a lot of hearts. Yeah, I, I like them both for for same reasons. But yeah, I just don't I don't want to buy him an Xbox Series X and then also get him a PC and find out that I'm like. No, it doesn't make any myself. sense. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So but you can't obviously can't buy Xbox One and Xbox Series X games and then play them on the PC. You'd have to buy like the PC version if they even release it right so mm-hmm. yeah yeah i asked him i, I said i'm not going to buy you both like which one would you rather have and he was like i, I think i'd rather have a pc I it's think that's, i think that's it, what yeah, i'd rather you can do. do all of it there yeah so yeah, plus the, the the thing i ever really like he can upgrade forever right <laughs> yeah well and the thing that's nice too is you know uh the consoles are getting a little better about this but like if he ever you know happens to like want to make a youtube channel or whatever just having the option of the creative outflow that you could get going with the computer having it already you know just right it's just yeah, yeah. how much how much the console's trying to make it easier it's not the same yeah because like you can go ahead and like broadcast this twitch and like blah blah whatever but like you know you're still limited because it's a, it's a console but right. honestly it's one of those things where i would say like if you ever let me know that you're like kind of, you know, like semi serious, like I I will go and just start fucking like looking at prices. I'm like, I've just been yeah, a I'm little thinking about it maybe for like Christmas next Christmas this year or something like that. Like start okay. to maybe look into it, because if he's still saying that he'd rather have a PC over that, then I'll probably try to get him a PS5 because I want one, too. And then oh, yeah. build him a PC or have one be built or something rather than getting him like an Xbox series X. No, it definitely. Cause I'd rather get a 360 Cause there's so many 360 games that I just loved. I'd rather get a 360 <laughs> and then like buy all those old used games and then play, <laughs> play that way. Oh yeah. Cause no, for I, sure. like that was just awesome. But yeah, I have a 360 yeah. right now that Isaac gave me. It's like the, the newest three. Well, one of the newest 360s you can get. Right. I think it was right when they went to like the internal hard drive that was like smaller and supposed to like the big top turn black yeah. and whatnot. Right. Yeah. He gave that to me when he moved away. <laughs> it's like good to have just in case. I have oh, these yeah. Games. Absolutely. I was just Googling most wanted. It's not backwards compatible, but I got that 360 as it gave me so I could. Uh, Dude, it's tr- most wanted actually wasn't on, on PS3. It was only on it was, yeah. And I had to. I had someone give me a free Xbox 360, and they were like, "If you can fix it, you can have it." And they gave it to me, and I gave it to a buddy of mine, and he still has it to this day, and can't figure out what's wrong with it. Was it the <laughs> red ring thing? I no, I don't red think it was the red ring. ring of death. I think it needed. was. Yeah, I think it was. I, I think it was something else. But yeah, I the, so yeah, I have I, a 360, but it's still sitting at this guy's uh, house. Not I got the working. red ring. And then they replaced it for me and then it got it again. And I was pissed and I was Googling shit online. This is when like I was middle school and I was like starting to figure out the internet that you can find shit you need out there. And they had people that said, I just wrapped it in a towel and overheated it. So the system would reboot. Did it every time it happened after that. And it pretty much always fixed it. I think maybe one time it stopped. Uh, you just had to overheat the system completely. I never had the Red Ring of Death ever. Like well, I, I, I gone through a couple of 360s, but never had the Red Ring of Death. I owned a 360, and I didn't even really get to play it because I got the Red Ring of Death. But it was like a used, like as is one, right? Uh, and yeah. so I just, I like anyway. But the reason that whole thing and why that trick worked is because when Xbox manufactured them, they fucked up and put the wrong like, um, uh, like thermal paste or something on like a chip. It was uh, some sort of you know whatever and they put they used the wrong uh paste on it and that's and what so, caused the red ring of death yeah so when you w- would overheat it it would remelt like the solder and it would connect again and that's what would <laughs> that's fix. so cool yeah like that's hilarious <laughs> yeah it's it was a whole fucking story um 
but right on. So that's what I got for the game section. Have you been playing any games? Probably that's, that's the joystick. That's yeah, your joystick. That's I actually joystick. might have you look into computer stuff too, because I want to know. I want to know how much I should try and aim for at some point to get a computer that can record things with. Well, and the thing too that's nice, um, which also in your case would work. In your case, it'd be more of a temporary thing, but like I just built my mom a computer like not too long ago. It was before the shortages, but um, it was like three fifty, and that's a pretty fucking fatty computer that I built her. The only the the caveat though is there's no graphics card. I bought the Ryzen like APUs they have, so. If you get a normal Ryzen CPU, uh, it doesn't have dedicated dedicated graphics, so you need a graphics card. But mm-hmm. their APUs have the integrated graphics into it. So what you can do is allocate some of your RAM as video memory, so your CPU uses it, and it's pretty sweet because you can still game on it and like you know, fairly well or whatnot. Yeah. But if you're using it just as like productivity, which is your case. You don't really need a graphics card, and I guarantee the games you're going to be playing, you could totally be fine the on. older games from, like, the yeah. early 2000s. Yeah, like, what was the one we Impossible were talking creatures. about? Yeah, Impossible Age of Creatures. Yeah, Impossible Creatures. Yeah. Like, those will run 100% fine on it, and, like, if I could maybe build you a computer around, like, that price again, like, that would be a fat computer. You could do all your music yeah, that's shit. that's what like, I Because that's dependent on your CPU and RAM, so you'd right. be good, you know? Um, but that's why I'm saying, like, you could also... That's like a temporary thing, and then later just add a graphics card. Like, right? It's always an option, but um, right on. Yeah. All right, then we will move on to our next section. Uh, Janice Joplin sucks. Still just our opinion. Yep. <laughs> Eventually, we'll stop apologizing. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, we'll just take the hate hey, as I it comes. I never know. You know, somebody's gonna be new and not know. It's like, what the fuck? <sighs> we're gonna yeah. offend. Now that all of our episodes are up, we're gonna we're gonna offend somebody at some point. Like, yeah. uh, whatever. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, so it was Jeremy's pick this week. It was the album Above by Mad Season. Yes. And you brought Oof. and I'll pass this around today. just so while we're talking, you guys can at least take a look. It'll at least give you something to touch and smell and whatever else. And I already told Kirk, I already warned him ahead of time. I was like, I'm doing this also on purpose. So eventually you'll come to a podcast and be like, So I bought a turntable. And I'm like, You fucking right, you did. <laughs> Welcome to being better than everybody else when it comes to music. I, I just have one. So I'll pass this around I have so you guys a really can take simple a look. One. I do have one at my parents' house. So I don't have anywhere to put it. You just got to get an older one that is like decently priced for like 50 or 80 bucks with a good thick base and it'll last you forever. I just don't know where to put one. (laughs) I mean, you could anywhere. Find some. You could put one anywhere. You just, you know, it's like my living room because, like, you know, don't you, don't like your sound system downstairs? Don't you have like a sound bar or something like that? Um, I haven't actually, so I have a stereo that I bought and I used to hook it up to my TV. Like a receiver? Yeah. Yeah. But um, I used to hook it up to my TV, but then now that I, have a 4k tv it doesn't have anything i can hook it up with oh so you gotta get but so yeah so then keep the keep the um keep the receiver i mean if you get a turntable someday but yeah otherwise yeah you i guess i do have a turntable it's just like it's one that you can you can uh, plug into your computer how old is the receiver it's gotta be super fucking old no it's not that old um isaac actually isaac i had an old one and then isaac hit his head on it and broke it so (laughs) I remember that for me. he whacked his head on the shelf and <laughs> fucked it up. Yeah, dude, it was like the front of the screen. He hit his head on the bottom of it, but the front of the screen was cracked and you couldn't turn it on anymore. Uh, Isaac, is there anything he can't do? <laughs> so he bought me this one as a replacement and I, I just needed it because I have the speakers in the garage and I was going to set those up, but then I can't hook them up to my TV. So my plan is to hopefully save up for like a So does it not have system. There's no HDMIs in the back of it? No, it's not. It's not that nice of a receiver. It's just a stereo receiver thing. 
Like I can just plug like the. Okay. Um, yeah. I was gonna say, cause I have a Denon and Denon is like the best of the best that you can buy for like stereo equipment. And I bought that thing. Fuck almost 10 years ago. So that's why I'm like, how, like yeah. how old is yours mine, that you can't hook it up to your tail? Cause my, I can still hook mine up well, yeah, to so all of my modern shit. Mine has a bunch of different channels, but it's all the, the red and white plugins. There's no videos on there at all? No. Or the, or the, the blue, video. red, and green? No, it's not for video at all. It's only just for audio stuff. I see. I see. And so okay. that's the thing. Is So I okay. need to get one that... I want to get something that could start as like my surround sound type thing. Yeah. Because yeah. it's great for movies and yeah. yeah but I could use that. I do. Ha- I guess I do have a turntable. It's just more like con- converts it to digital if you want. It records it basically and puts it on your computer. So it's not like anything like yours. Right. But it does work. I can play records with it if I have it. Since he's looking at it and you already looked at it, do you want to start with your review and then he can? Yeah, I'm down. Take a look. Um, look. Yeah. So this is definitely more up my alley as far as like 90s rock go. Right. Um, Obviously, it helps a lot that Lane's the vocalist. Lane Staley. Yeah. So that, um, you know, I just, again, love his vocals. If it, like, I didn't actually end up doing it, but while listening to it, though, I was like, damn, dude, I just do want to listen to some House and Chains, though. Oh, you yeah. Know? Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I like the I'm not like as big of a fan of like the first couple of songs when it gets to uh, like half like the second half of the album. I like this is extra tracks more. on it, doesn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, like and all these the when it started rocking more. Yeah. Like more a little the heavier bit. rock side. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, is like that was so first time I listened to it, I was like, OK, you know, and then whatever. And then the second half kind of came on and I was like, okay, yeah, this, this is good. And then the second time I listened through it, I was just like, yeah, I mean, overall, this is just good. Like I, right. now that I was familiar with it, but I'd say, yeah, like I'm above lifeless dead, uh, long gone day. Like those ones I all really liked. I mean, November hotel was a little cool, like instrumental. Um, yeah, I, I overall just really enjoyed it. Um, I actually was talking to my roommate Jer about it, and he like went down a rabbit hole of listening to fucking like anything that was related to Lane. And right. uh, so he, I don't think he's listened to the full album, but he really likes the song "River of Deceit" a lot. That's one of my favorites. I was yep. gonna say yeah. the same. That one, um, I didn't catch it the first time, but the second time I went through, that's when I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. This, this is pretty good. Yeah. Apparently for people too, like that's apparently one of the most um, like depressing songs for them to watch like live from him. Cause that was a song that he wrote like completely about his addiction. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, yeah, it's, it's kind of like people talk about with uh, certain songs of watching Kurt Cobain when they did like his live, like MTV unplugged. That yeah. Apparently this song too is also like a, a tearjerker for them, for people that were really big, like Lane Staley fans. Yeah, that, I mean yeah. that totally makes sense. Um, but yeah, that one, that one, I definitely liked the 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 second go around. I was like, oh shit, that's a good song. Um, so yeah, overall, I definitely enjoy this uh, a little more than live, mainly just because, like, again, like the only thing with live is it just seems like like it's all good, but nothing really stands out too much. Right. It's just kind of solid, I guess. What did you think of? I don't know anything. I was curious I like, on what you I like thought that of it. one because to me that one all like you could take that one and put it on an Allison Chains album and I wouldn't and even notice the difference because that sounds like an Allison Chains song. That I don't was, know anything. Yeah, that kind of was um that was like uh, yeah around like the second half too where I was like oh like you know I'm really getting into this and again because some of those later songs were just going a little more and it kind of got a little closer to Allison Chains right um, and then yeah I don't know anything like 
especially when he says, I don't know anything. It sounds exactly right. like it how you would like say it. sounds like a chain it, song like a, that yeah. they were done. Yeah. So no, uh, yeah, overall. Even the riff sounds like something that Jerry Cantrell would have written and not Mike McCready. But yeah. Yeah, no. So overall, yeah. Um, I, I'm not as familiar with, because you, you said this was like a super group of who else? Um, yeah. So it was the, it was the, the lead guitarist from Pearl Jam. That's Mike okay, McCready. Yeah. And then it was Lane Staley. And then, um, the bassist, uh, from Screaming Trees, which was, um, also a, a pretty famous nineties rock band, but same thing. Okay. OD. And then it was either the, um, or it's the bassist or the drummer is from Screaming Trees and the other one's from, um, the walkabouts. Um, so yeah, it was just guys okay. that were a big grunge bands at that time. And they all, to, you know, they had, they all had breaks between Pearl jam and other stuff. And so they just kind of came together and did a thing. And like literally, yeah, just I mean, one album. The only, cause I don't, I'm not familiar with any of them, I guess, other than a little yeah. bit of Pearl jam, but even them, I haven't right. really like listened to that much. And then obviously Allison chains. Right. Lane. So, right. Um, but yeah, so when I wasn't expecting anything, either, like I can listen to this album because of how much nineties grunge I, I know about and enjoy. Mm-hmm. I can listen to the album and go, Oh, this sounds so much like Pearl jam. Like Mike McCready had a heavy fucking hand in writing this song. Like I know the differences, mm-hmm. but the idea was to just expose you guys to a super group. So if one of you can be like, I enjoyed this part of it I didn't like anything else, but I enjoyed this. That at least gives me an idea to yeah, be which, like, which okay, I now I know you. I can go yeah. in this direction of nineties rock or nineties grunge. And that they, they might stick with it because of that one little part that they liked if they didn't like anything else or whatever. So, yeah. Nice. Was yeah. there any standouts then for you? Like, anybody um, specific like I about? said, Oh, as far yeah, as or was the, there uh, any songs that you listen to again? Yeah. Like yeah. That's, oh, that's, the, you know, like that you put on repeat uh, another time. Cause you're like, I want to hear that one again. Like that was good. Yeah. As far as like, uh, like just going off like the instruments like there, there wasn't anything necessarily that like stood out but also again I don't I don't know I feel like when I'm listening to like this type of rock I'm more like focus on just like the overall like vibe vibe of the song you know right um so I can't really like speak much on that or like if there's anything that I wanted to kind of like go off of um but as far as songs that I listen to um I don't, I don't know why but I think I'm above is probably my favorite song it's, it's yeah. really fucking catchy like yeah i don't know why like the one that i picked in my head that i thought was going to be your favorite and it's mm-hmm. okay that it wasn't uh was going to be wake up because it was just like strange and just like lane staley talking about how like it's time to wake up and stuff like that and he's like yeah. going through some lyrics, but it's just like very strange like percussion stuff going along like mm-hmm. it never picks up it just stay like it was really yeah it was, was, a, it was interesting to start an album with that with that kind of a song like starting it's up, funny but. because yeah I, like on the first listen like i mean i wouldn't say i disliked it but i didn't particularly like enjoy it but i, I think it was just because i hadn't you know gotten into like the mindset like i'm still new never heard this right. band so i didn't know what to expect and then on the second because even me sometimes when i hear like weird stuff like i do enjoy weird stuff but i don't always necessarily like it when I hear it right off the bat. It has to be it, good weird. It can't just be yeah, weird. You're just like, weird. whoa, okay, wait, hold on. I need a process. And like, so I feel like the second time when I listened to it, that's when I was like, okay, I, I do actually like enjoy this album okay. as a whole, as opposed to just these single songs, you know Sweet. what I mean? So, um, but yeah. And then life is dead. I liked a lot too. Um, I can tell that you like this one a lot more because you actually talked more. Yeah. Like yeah. some of the other albums it's I've introduced just, that you didn't talk as much. I was like, okay. I, I like he's 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 being nice. He's going through the review, but that didn't catch him as much. So this one seemed to at least catch you a little bit more. So that was. Yeah. That was well, good. I mean, well, and the thing, too, is if I also hated it, 
I'd probably talk a lot more too. It's just, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Right. It's like yeah. live is the perfect example for me to be like, this was overall good. Yeah, that one was you so know. hard. Like, I know you still want more from us on it. I was just like, it was always like, nothing was not bad. Like, it was all solid. Right. Yeah, it, just, it was, was just, yeah. Right. Didn't but move me really much. <laughs> yeah. Um, so are you done then? Yeah. Cool. Go for it. Um, so I'll start with saying I do like this more than live for sure. Uh-huh. Um, but first, right off the bat, the artwork for it remind me of the album Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge" by My Chemical Romance. Yeah, and I didn't know <laughs> yeah. if like it might that might be inspired by this it, or something. It, yeah, it could have been. Really I have similar. no idea. Obviously, there's more color in that one. Um, so I was really excited to check this out after you talking to us about like because usually like super groups are I think are a really fun thing and whatnot. And so I really wanted to love this, and I thought again I thought it was okay. I didn't hate it right. at, by any by any standards, um, and I w- would listen to it again just like on my mixes and whatnot. It was fine. Um, it never none of the songs ever got to where I wanted them to go though, because it was all pretty much that like chill vibe. You know what I'm talking about uh-huh. the whole album, and so I'm not opposed to that, but I wanted some more vibes. I guess does that make sense? I actually just thought of something real quick. I was gonna say I'm um, I did like I didn't have a problem with it, but I thought of what you said about acid bath how they stayed in like that they're like kind of lane they're like little rut and never right. went out of it i thought of that for this band um actually at one point right but uh, i mean it it doesn't necessarily bother me so i'm not gonna like <laughs> yeah, bring yeah, up yeah, anything more, but i was like i was like i don't know i, I feel like I, th- I feel like you guys might like their first album more but that's beside the but, point. Uh, right. but there was just certain <laughs> points where like because like uh, i was actually talking to eli about it when i was getting tattooed is like i actually like pretty much the intro of like every song like they have such really good hooks that i was like really into it mm-hmm. but then like the rest of the song wouldn't be quite as good to me as like that hook was like i didn't pull me in quite as much mm-hmm. um so like but things that like stood out to me i really liked the rhythm section i liked how i could hear the bass really clearly and sometimes it was following the guitar but also be doing its own thing and it was really obvious it was mm-hmm. like not just a bass that's there because you need to have a bass there right it felt good and the the drummer he's obviously not like um in like a metal drummer but he would do like the perfect things like with his tom work i thought it was all great so if anything i'd say i took away from it this was the rhythm section um i didn't care for the guitarist that much mm-hmm. like i thought he came up with some cool hooks but like the, the cordy playing he's doing it's just not my kind of style of playing i really enjoy that much right. so it wasn't again good for what he's doing but never really caught my ear um, it was really hard for me to separate this from Allison Chains because <laughs> he's got such like a particular sound. Yeah, there's like, no one that sounds like him. So yeah, it's, so yeah. it's just like really like I kept feeling like I was listening to it. And it actually made me like you said want to go. So I actually did go listen to Allison Chains. I listened to Facelift, and I thought I'd listen to that album, but I don't know if I've actually listened to the whole I album. I fucking love Facelift. I really fucking like the album. Yeah. So no, I know we're not, <clears throat> excuse me. I know we're not reviewing that album, but to give you more, I guess in your '90s rock thing, I really enjoyed Facelift. Like a lot, a lot more than I was expecting. I was going. That's to. actually really funny because I was actually flipping between doing above and doing facelift. Really? I was like, okay, really? so, you got both. so you I was like, both, yeah, then. so I was like, do I, so I was like, do I start? Do I start with Allison Chains or do I do like some? And I was like, no, I'll do the super group okay. thing so I can find out what they like. But facelift, yeah, is a fucking rock and um, good album. Yeah, like, dude. The, uh, the one song that really stood out to me on that album, I guess we could be a little bit of a, it was Sunshine. I thought that song was super cool. Yeah. I to go and that's also a big difference too between like uh Mike McCready and Jerry Cantrell. Because I love Jerry Cantrell, but I also love Mike McCready, but on two completely different planes. Uh, the guitar as guitarist. Yeah. 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 The I like guitarist. the Allison Chains guitar playing way more than yeah. This and it's was. funny because eventually when we get into Jerry Cantrell's solo albums, it'll sound like Allison Chains because he was Lane's backup singer. And so him and Lane sound almost the, the, identical. Uh, so he'll yeah. do vocals and you're like, 
do you, do you resurrect Lane from the dead? Like what the <laughs> yeah, fuck what happened the here? But that's why Allison Chains for so many years after Lane died, when they all got done with their grieving and moving on, they toured and Jerry Cantrell just did all the, the vocals, vocals because I wondered he sounds said that. Yeah. not okay. the same, but he sounds pretty similar to Lane Staley. I do want so, to admit one thing real quick. Uh, even though I really like Allison Chains and I've listened to a lot of them, I've never once listened to an album front to back by them. Actually, well, then do so, if you guys, yeah, yeah. so if you guys yeah, do, we'll have to, the album, we'll have to yeah, do that. I'm, I'm yeah. like down for like it. I, said, but, I put it on and obviously like I know the first couple songs, you know, uh, yeah yeah and then but like, started getting the songs i haven't heard and i was like these are all really fucking solid and really yeah i'm digging this and like so i liked that a lot more than mad season so however you want to take that for your 90s thing yeah i don't it's it's going somewhere so, so uh, the okay. the whole point of this was to get was all three of us to discover music we didn't know existed mm-hmm. and then either have it lead into something else or have it eventually turn back around where someday it's somebody plays an album, your terms to, yeah. or someone else's term. And yeah. Or Kurt goes, I picked a rush album this time. And like, and like you know, oh fuck it. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So something like that. Like it's, it's, uh, so it starts, it starts influencing each other back and forth. So yeah. Um, right on. So my standouts though, were like x-ray mind and river of deceit. Obviously it was really good. That's the one that was getting stuck in my head the most. Yeah. Um, uh, Long on day was good. I did not. I, I did not like artificial red because it was really bluesy. I got that's what they were going for, but it was really repetitive bluesy. Mm-hmm. Like there weren't like a bunch of like different little guitar licks in there. It was just kind of the same feeling for a long time. So right. I got a little bored with it. Um, and I didn't like November Hotel as an instrumental because those aren't the types of instrumentals I go for. It was very effects heavy and yeah. like felt reliant on because he wasn't doing a lot of lead stuff. He was just making the noise that fit the key they're doing. And so I didn't love it as much. It reminded me of like Riders on the Storm for some yeah, and reason. I don't like I had the, a little bit yeah, of the and doors. And I don't like the yeah. doors. So maybe like. Okay. I don't see. know that much of the doors, but I fucking love that song. Yeah. I know. I know, I know. I know some of the doors. I'm not a massive fan, but I know some of their stuff. Yeah, just, okay. I think I have. I think I have one or two of their albums on vinyl, but not. I have some friends that have just fucking everything. Like they, they love the doors, but yeah. Um, yeah, the first song that I ever heard of this band that turned me on to trying to find out about the band and then listening to above was River of Deceit. Like it just came on a yeah. random playlist, I think on Pandora or something. And I just kept walking around my house going, down, down. and I was like, what the fuck? Like that just hooked me every single mm-hmm. time of that. That, that was getting stuck in my head. Yeah. yeah. And I did listen so, yeah. to this three times because I, like I said, I didn't like it as much as I wanted to. And I really wanted to. And I was like, just keep listening. <laughs> and I was like, it's not quite what I want. It's <laughs> right. not quite there, but I was. But it's okay though, because. Um, I already know the next two directions to go based off of, of, of what you t- both told me. Cause I wrote, I literally wrote a page of notes on each one of these songs that like, cause I know, cause I love the album so much. I know who led it. I know who did most of the writing. I know all that stuff. So by the songs that you picked out, I can easily go, okay, they, this is what hooked them. And so I know I can go in these two different directions with those bands. And like, I like already based off of what you said, I know what two Pearl Al- Pearl Jam albums I can go with that you'll probably enjoy and then like same thing with the other direction and yeah so that's all i wanted from this anyways was to either have you love it or hate it but at least if there's something that you were like i like this little piece that i know which direction to go and i'm not gonna stick with 90s rock the whole time but eventually i'll know you know what to jump into so yeah okay cool so then it's my turn this week it is well i'm gonna go ahead and do one of those double album things oh Uh, shit oh shit mostly because are we gonna do a full round of it it's up to you guys. We'll have to figure that out. I mean, I, mean, I don't mind. I like, I have one ready. I, I, guess. I would say just leave that yeah. up to so the people. I. I guess if, if, I mean, I don't ever care listening to more music. So 
if we ever want to just throw one in there. I was going to pick a whack artist, but I'm also down to do System of a Down. <laughs> so you're so always probably, down to do System yeah, of a Down. Yeah, yeah, so I'll probably do that as my double album. Honestly, if you want to hand me sweet. that back, I'll put it away while he's telling us what is next. Oh, I, I figured Kirk was closer because I was letting you talk. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Well, I, I moved quickly. Um, so I decided to go ahead and give you guys what you wanted, and we're doing Guns and Roses this week. Okay. Oh, I, I was wondering shit. when. I know you've been, and I told him I've been waiting till we actually. Are we doing Easter Illusion one and two? No, because it's God I, that's damn it. not where I'm introducing Kirk on Guns and Roses. It's just not. Ugh. Can't. Um, so I'm doing okay. their first two albums. Um, Appetite for Destruction is their debut album. It's actually the best selling debut rock album of all time. Nice, nice. Um, and then Guns N' Roses Lies was their follow-up EP that came out in between that and their major albums, Use Your Illusions 1 and 2. But also a fun fact about Guns N' Roses Lies, when you listen to it, there's like half of its live track and then half of it's not. Yeah. Th- those are all from an EP they released called Live Like a Suicide before they were signed and did Appetite for Destruction or anything. Right. So they re-released those and then added other songs into it as well. But it still has all the studio versions and then the live. Yes, but it's funny okay. because they're all live, but they're not really live. If Because uh, I've read their books where they just like made it sound live because it was such like lower quality recordings. Oh, so okay. it actually so they does could pass it off. As, yeah, it does sound kind of good, though, um, for what yeah, they're doing. That makes but, sense. Like, there's a I point where you. you're here, you hear some like pops and like in Steven Adler's book, The Drummer talks about how they just like recorded some like firecrackers going off in a bucket. And just like added mm. those in to make it, yeah. So they that's just kind of, yeah, winged it. So that's, yeah. so when you listen to those first tracks, that's a, that's a band of really poor guys living off of strippers and in storage units, just playing shows and writing music when they can, trying to figure out how to record something and get it out there. Dude, it's funny because now I have so much to talk about with my tattoo artist tomorrow. Since he's, oh, right. He's, um you know, obviously, like I said, he's all, Guns N' Roses also his favorite band. So like, I'm going to have to bring it up. Yeah, see what he yeah says. for sure. Well, I would start with Appetite for Destruction. I think that's the best way to introduce you to this album. You are mm-hmm. going to know songs on it. Um, Welcome to the Jungle's first track. Okay, yeah. Um, um, Sweet Child of Mine's on this track, on this album. Um, Paradise City's on this album. But there's a lot of other songs that you probably haven't heard, and you'll get oh, yeah, more I'm sure. of it. But like this, I have such a connection to this album, because for one, the first time I ever heard Sweet Child of Mine wasn't even actually them. It was like the recording that's on Gun- uh, Guitar Hero 2. Mm-hmm. and okay. that opening lead is what made me want to play guitar I mean I always had an interest but like I heard that and I'd never heard anything like that at the time and I was like I didn't know a guitar could do something so interesting yeah that makes sense just that little lead so that's what got me interested in guitar and then I discovered like more about that band and who Slash was and so then I just had a deep dive and so like I, my first album by them was actually just a greatest hits album so I learned a lot of that stuff from them but then I eventually went and got this album there's so much more this this album for me, it it's like the the feeling of rock music and rock and roll and like the grittiness and the grossness, but also like the fuck you attitude. It's all yeah, yeah, wrapped up in here so well. Like, like there's such a good bluesy like tone to it, but like hard hitting. And um, what year did you say? Nineteen eighty seven is when this one came out. Um, I can't remember the year for Guns N' Roses Lies. Okay, it's nineteen eighty eight. Eighty eight. So yeah, right after. Okay, right after. Um, yeah, because I'm a GNR fan, just not as big as hardcore as he is. Yeah, I've read. Fair enough. I've read three <laughs> or four books on them, so yeah, um, yeah. I could tell you all kinds of random ass shit. Like on this album, it's not on this album, but um, my my favorite song probably by them is "You Could Be Mine." And that was a song that they had written at this time and Slash really wanted to put it on this album, but they just didn't. So ended up on another album later. But uh, so 
I'm excited to hear what you think about this album or specifically Appetite for Destruction. I like use your or use your Guns N' Roses Lies a lot as well. Um, there is a song also, the last track of Guns N' Roses Lies had a lot of contra, uh, a lot of problems with it because of like he kind of sounds like he's putting down gays, um, homophobic stuff, mm-hmm. um, racist stuff. And he tries to explain it in live shows because like they got a lot of heat around that time. So I can send some tracks on it. And it's like, I don't really know if what you're saying is any better. So uh, like they've pretty much tried to avoid this song. They re-released the album like in this huge set recently with Guns N' Roses Lies, but they took that song out. Hmm. So it's kind of an avoiding thing, but I don't know that. Yeah. You could be mine's not on any of one of those albums, right? No, that's what I'm saying is he thought. Oh, okay. I was, I was like, wait a second. No, that's no, not, that's, that's he, not on one of those. He, yeah. yeah it, confusing. He, he always said like in Slash's book, he says, I always felt like that was an appetite for destruction type of song compared to the illusion songs. And it was mm. a lot more of like, and I loved that music video when I was a kid because they tied it with Terminator two. And it I the was like, bike. Oh my God, yeah. it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it's awesome. yeah. So, yeah. but yeah. Uh, so this album, like Slash's guitar playing is, you can identify it for me. Mm. At least I can always tell when Slash is playing, but then Axel, I think he has such a unique voice. He has like a good gravelly tone. He can go like, I was going to like say that even though uh, like, I don't necessarily enjoy the like, kind of that hair metal like style of vocals i like his the most yeah that's what, of, they're very different from the 80s yeah 80s a bands. lot different and they started out doing the hair metal thing and they kind of just moved into their own little look that's more just rock music looking mm-hmm. and like they all just had long hair but they didn't do the like poofing or anything anymore yeah and yeah they just at first just they, at <laughs> yeah, first just, they at, were, just at first yeah <laughs> yeah i had i had uh appetite for destruction um, on CD when I was a kid, but it was my stepdad's and he let me borrow it. And that's because I saw the music video when I was like nine. For Welcome to the Jungle? Of, no, of Sweet Child of Mine. Okay, and my one, yeah. mom loved that song. And so I was like, oh, what's this? And then that's why I looked at it more. And then I had um, an original uh, cassette tape of GNR Lies. That was from 1988. Nice, nice. Um, that my stepdad uh, got for me at some point and I had, I, I, I might still have it somewhere, but that was my album or whatever that I had of GNR lies was that one. And my mom loved it that I was getting into guns and roses because she likes appetite for destruction for the most part, but she it's, hated it that I had GNR lies because my favorite song that, on that album was I used to love her. Oh, yeah. That and one, I dude, that loved, one, yeah this. Thank you for bringing that up. I that song loved, is amazing. You're going to love I that, love that okay. fucking song. It's so good. But okay. it was hard because my mom didn't want me to hear it, but she also wanted me because I was in my room at like the age of 11 going and I can still hear her complain. Like, <laughs> yeah. like rocking out in my room. It's so funny. Um, it's, such it's such a, a funny song song. and i loved it so that was one of my favorites and something that um i was waiting to see if you were going to bring up gnr lies at some point so if it's okay with you there's something that i want to share with you to have you listen to um because chris cornell does a fucking amazing cover of patience okay it's one of my favorite covers like of gnr of all time that i think he does the song such amazing justice so at some point i'll send it so you can hear it i'll just send the link probably on spotify and then maybe when we review it you can also tell me at least what you thought of that cover because i know okay. you don't know a whole lot of chris cornell but at some point like it would just seems like it would fit to yeah, like just show sure. you that yeah, cover definitely. to see if you like it yeah um and then if you listen to it you can or not or whatever more it's yeah, that's more the, just because he's such a big gnr fan. song is patience which is on this okay. album well, i mean yeah. if you send in the chat but yeah. yeah i'm really I, I am interested to hear more of what you think because of like the whole like you're not super into the 80s heart like rock thing but like 
for me, they're so in your face and so fuck you that it's so fun. Yeah, like it's I mean, just yeah. the emphasis of the feeling of rock yeah. music. And my parents loved the song Patience because Patience was the song that kind of got them back together before they divorced two years later. So that's what GNR has with me too. Is like yeah. my mom was like, "Yeah, your dad and I used to listen to the song and kind of think about how we would like maybe try to make our relationship work." And then they got divorced later anyway. But like, mm-hmm. yeah. So there's there's little personal ties and stuff that I have with my parents and, sure, yeah. and, and GNR and stuff. Like I mean, that, then so. I can never not love them because like, I was also old enough to yeah, understand be alive when it came. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. Cause I'm the fuck. Cause I'm, <laughs> you know, cause I'm the fucking old guy. So, you know, yeah. fucking this stuff came out when I was seven and eight years old. So I hate you. Well, except for no, because <laughs> appetite for destruction came out what? 86? 87. 87. Yeah. So I was six. So I wasn't quite old enough yet to really, yeah. really get into it. Yeah. yeah. Not till I was, not till I was older, but that, that, uh, they just, I can never not love them because they introduced me to rock music. And that's part of the reason that I have such a connection with their feeling of music uh-huh. is it's like, that's what introduced me. So like it was my exposure of rock and roll. I remember my stepdad telling me a story when I, cause I, cause h- him and my mom got married when I was like nine, I think. Or something like that. Um, but he had seen before they even like crazily blew up, he saw um Guns N' Roses at the whiskey on in Ventura Boulevard yeah, in Los Angeles. All the time. And like that was like like and he he always rant and raved about that thing. And he had a flyer from that show that I got to see, but I don't know whatever happened to it. So I don't know, because mm-hmm. he, he passed away recently uh from COVID. So I don't know what. He had to had it still or something, but he did give me his other flyer, which was like a 1987 or 1988 flyer of Metallica when they were touring for oh, with the riot, like with ride the, the lightning riot, uh, show. Yeah. You know about the riot show, right? Yeah. That's and that's so Ooh. I still have that flyer in a, in a, in a frame that he gave me when I was a kid. But yeah, he told me a couple stories of when he saw GNR when they were still fucking yeah, when um, coming on stage with like fucking bottles of booze and just getting stupidly drunk and throwing bottles at people, <laughs> like just being the crazy like GNR that they were back yeah, in the fucking day they when they were just any, boozing like crazy. Yeah, they didn't do any give any fucks. But yeah, it's I'm really excited to hear your thoughts. I hope you like it. When they announced the reunion that like what however long ago that was that they were getting back together, I about shit a brick because my whole musical like seeing people thing, I was trying to see everybody individually if I could. I, so I'd seen Slash, I'd saw Axel with Axel and Friends. That's what I call Guns and Roses. Post, okay, Guns yeah. and Roses. Right. Um, and then I was always like waiting to see Duff McKagan and Steven Adler's bands coming through, but then they announced like the reunion shows or the, the tour. And I was like, Oh my God. So I they didn't have a Denver date. So I bought Ohio and I drove there and then <laughs> they had, gave me the gift. And I know you had the similar gift from them as well, where Steven Adler, the original drummer showed up and played like two or three songs with them. Yeah. Cause they were touring with the cult. He's not in the cult though. During that time he was, he was Steven Adler was, he was drumming for them. Well, I yeah. know that Matt Sorum used to play for the cult. So yeah. Not the cult. No, but when I saw him, it wasn't the cult opening. Um, Stephen Adler was just there. Like they flew him out or something. I don't remember who it was. Yeah, see, when I saw him, because I did the exact same thing where GNR announced the reunion thing, and I was like, they're not coming to Colorado. Freaked out, bought tickets for Los Angeles. Yeah. 
drove out to Los Angeles just to see Guns N' Roses and they were touring with the cult. The cult opened for them and Steve Adler was drumming it for the cult. The dates. Yeah, okay. So he came on stage and played like four songs with them, waved at everybody and then went back off the stage. And so that was how I saw them, but it was the exact same way. Yeah. I was like, I'm going, to, I'm going, I'm going to fucking Los Angeles where they're fucking from. And I'm going to go see Guns N' Roses. Um, and it was at the Dodger stadiums where I saw okay, them. Yeah. But yeah, nice. I mean, it was yeah. the same exact thing where I was like, they're not coming to Colorado. I'm not missing this opportunity. Fucking Tom Petty died on me like whatever right. i was like i'm going and so yeah and that was that whole thing but yeah yeah it, it's it was a great moment when he stepped out too because you know there's a lot of beef between them but they figured that out somehow to some extent because they're still not in wasn't the it mostly slash's wife that hated um uh axel and then once no. slash got divorced that was how axel and him started talking because no, no, that's what i saw in from, an interview from my understanding um there was an interview with Slash that I saw that he so said he was getting a the divorce. The way it started was Axel and friends were playing a show in some city. I want to say it was Vegas, but I really don't remember. And Duff McKagan's band Loaded was in the area playing a show too. And he was in the same hotel. And Duff got a knock at his door and it was Axel. And he was like, hey, what's up? Because they hadn't seen each other in like close to 20 years, probably or whatever, whenever Duff quit the band. And he's Axel. So he probably could have just gone downstairs and be like, hey, it's up. Can you tell me what room he's in? And they're like, sure. You're Axel. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder if those people that run that hotel are like, we're responsible for the reunion of Guns and Roses. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. I actually don't remember if there was a, some phone call or anything, but they figured out somehow Axel figured out that he was in the area. So right. they talked and that night he had the show and they had Duff come out and I play, think play uh, It's So Easy with them. Um, and so that kind of started a thing between stuff and Axel again. Okay. And then a couple of years later, Tommy Stinson, who was playing bass in Guns N' Roses at the time, either quit or he was doing another <laughs> tour with his other band. And so he couldn't commit to the tour. So they had Duff fill in on that tour. Right. Which was for people then like, holy shit, that, that's a big deal. Right. Um, and while he was touring with them and whatnot, he had talked to Axel and kind of, cause he, you know, he's Duff is the basis of Guns N' Roses, but he also okay. um, played in Velvet Revolver with Slash so okay. he he's still good friends with, with Scott Wyland, yeah. yeah, yeah, with Slash. So he kind of explained where all the differences were at between everybody because this is twenty years later they've had time to mature as people, and he's explaining where Isaac or Isaac or Slash saw stuff, and then where Axel is like explaining like how he was viewing things, and so they kind of figured it out. So then Duff brought Slash in, and they kind of figured it out together in that form. Is to my understanding of how they did this. I don't know enough about what his wife. Yeah, that's just what I heard is that like, like the reason why Axel and Slash, like they had their fighting and then the band broke up. But the reason why they didn't talk any time soon in between that was any time that Axel would try to reach out to Slash or whatever. Slash's wife would be like, that guy's a fucking asshole. Stay away from him. And then once they got a divorce, that was where Duff saw the opening of like, maybe I can get them together. And then it went maybe from there because that it had something to do with Slash's wife. I'm pretty sure that Axel was the one that had wanted nothing to do with Slash. Yeah. Like I I, when I went and saw Axel and friends, I wore my appetite for destruction shirt and they told me to put it inside out because Axel didn't want any reference to slash at the show. <laughs> Damn. Uh, that's awesome. So I don't know if Axel ever tried reaching out to slash. <laughs> like, to me, right. it sounds like he wanted fucking nothing to Did do with it. Did he him. play Guns N' Roses songs? Oh, yeah. That's fucking weird. I don't want any reference to slash, but we're going to play songs that I wrote with. That yeah. Man. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, yeah. They're back was, together and that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, I wish that cool. Izzy was in the band. Izzy's the rhythm guitarist and he's a huge piece of the why lighting. won't he be in the band? Do you know? I believe it's money. 
part of it, but also Izzy was always so. There's secluded. no way they're not making enough. Like yeah, but that band is yeah. making so much he fucking was money right now. So secluded and did it wasn't that big of like the standout person, right? That people don't really care, but they don't realize that he's a huge piece of what the writing was for that band. He was a huge. There's got like everybody's got a price though. Like there's uh, got to be something know, that they can Izzy's hopefully also eventually. Weird. Izzy was the first one to leave, but oh, he left. Um, Stephen was kicked out. The drummer was kicked out because of his uh, heroin abuse, right, and alcohol abuse. Um, but Steve or Izzy, they finished the uh, Use Your Illusions one and two, and then Izzy quit before they even toured, and they hired Gilby Clark, right. Um, and so he was having problems with them and their alcohol and heroin stuff, and also the band had just slowly started to hate each other because of shit. Um, so he just wasn't really happy there. And so he's been playing, laying it pretty low ever since he's never really wanted to be in the spotlight or anything. So I think that's part of it. It's a really big thing. Hmm. So I don't know, but I heard, okay. I'd heard somewhere like on a podcast or something, I tried figuring out that same question that they just were offering him such a substantial less amount of money than like slash or Axel would be making because they're slash and Axel as opposed to him being Izzy. Right. So all right. And then they just Fair don't enough. think they want Steven back because Steven's a little weird. So he had, he had Steve, Steven had a seizure on a bathroom floor for a long time and just kept slamming his face on the tile. And like, he's hmm. pretty messed up in the head from that. And he's had a lot of facial reconstruction. So he kind of talks a little funny like that. Interesting. Yeah. They, they had some really bad addictions like Duff McKagan's pancreas exploded. Jesus, he was he was <laughs> drinking a bottle of wine before bed, and then he would snort cocaine constantly to keep himself level. He's uh, been on well, the he's been on uh, Bill Burr's podcast and Joey and, Diaz, and 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 just oh, talked a lot of like his past with like GNR and all that stuff. And 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 I really enjoy Bill him Burr person, was just though. like you guys are fucking animals. Like, <laughs> like uh, yeah, how did you guys do all this shit? And then you're you're alive, you know. And Duff was like, yeah, yeah. I should, yeah, I should have uh, made it. <laughs> listen to one of those. But they were, he was there mostly to promote like one of Duff's like solo Blue. albums. But they, oh, of yeah, course, yeah. And, uh, and 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 Bill Burr like kept apologizing. And Duff was like, I, I understand my past. We can talk about GNR. It's okay. And Bill was like, I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but they and, and Duff's a huge like Bill Burr fan. So it, they were both just kind of, you know, complimenting each other for a while. Fun or, fact. Did you know that Duff beer in the Simpsons is named after him because of his alcohol abuse? Oh my God. That's, <laughs> hilarious. that's pretty funny actually. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. this is exciting. Cool. I love yeah. GNR. So yeah, both of these albums are, are like childhood favorites of mine. So this will be fun. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited. Well, and, and, and the, I mean, uh, like GNR lies is, is, I think it's like 28 minutes or yeah, 30, eight 30 tracks. It's like really, it's, that's it's why, really short. That's why I put it on the double. Cause I was like, I don't want to dedicate a whole week to this. Right. So I figured just put in with this one. Um, it has also you're crazy on it. And so does appetite for destruction. But the one on guns and roses lies is an acoustic version. It's really different feeling. Right. So okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, right on. So you're, you're, you're experiencing a very big piece of meat. Yeah, well, week. I mean, I'm excited because like <laughs> you're, fish, roses, you're, you're you're finally going to get Liam inside of you. Exactly. <laughs> I, yes, I am. Exactly. A small piece of him. But Guns N' Roses no, it's a big is, piece. It's a big yeah, piece no, I was going to say, don't insult the man. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I'm going to get a small piece of him because of how much of a big piece this is. Oh, right. You, yeah, yeah. you might actually start making Allie jealous, like <laughs> with how much of him you might get inside of you. Oh, pretty soon fair. I've got to start making her going through all, she's listened to them with me but not like in depth I'm going to have to start putting her through it if she's going on that show with us like, you got to know the songs for three hours come on <laughs> absolutely that's absolutely that's I've had that stuff before where I've taken uh, like a girlfriend or something to go see a band that like meant a lot to me and I'm like if you're going to go like 
I don't want you just to go because it makes me feel good and you want to go like, like I don't want to go with someone who's not a fan. Like you need to listen to this. I want yeah, you, you to enjoy know this some me. of this stuff. And yeah. yeah. Dude, it sucks when you go to a show and you get into a band after I've already seen them live. I've had that happen oh, quite a few times. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. That shit happens to me all the time. Yeah. God damn. But yeah, I'm excited because Guns N' Roses is like one of those bands that I never like quite got into. But I don't mind it as much as like some of the other uh, bands. Of that, I think like, you'll enjoy it a lot more than you think because their singles are pretty different than some of the other stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I mean, I'm like, excited. It's so easy. I think you'll really enjoy that. And song. I know we're not going over that particular album, but still to this day, like you could be mine is still one of my favorite fucking rock buildups of all time. Like the whole beginning of that song still gets oh, me fucking headbanging. Oh, I uh, love every it. Every time. I give, that's yeah. my favorite cruising song i can yeah. fucking i can just always imagine just fucking wailing it on the and just going like 100 120 <laughs> like, <laughs> right i might have to break my rule of the bel air and listen to that one in the bel air one time and just go for it because I, I just yeah fucking i fucking love, love, love that song, song. It's anyways so we're not on that album we'll get to that album i'm sure someday but yeah, yeah it's still fucking good sweet sweet man i'm excited all right guys Anything else before we? Oh, Allie wanted me to say one thing and I completely forgot till now. It's not a very big thing. She just thought it was very silly. Uh, She just got a notification that her grandmother or her uh, great grandma, who's 102, just got on Snapchat. Oh, damn. (laughs) Is she like senile? So she's in fantastic health, man. Really? She's doing better than most like old people. It would have been funnier, though. Just saying. (laughs) <laughs> if she was if like her Snapchat would just been weird in the wild, random shit. Uh, just, it's her it's just her scrambling day. <laughs> flew out there two years ago for her hundredth birthday, and we're like, "Well, it's because they all like had a big hundredth birthday. Like, it's probably not going to be that long." And here she is, hundred and two, right Fuck, now, still fucking yeah. going around everywhere. And That's awesome. Survived in California. <laughs> well, have you seen, dude? There's like a couple streamers that got really big because they're like people like in their seventies and eighties, and they're like streaming video games like i right. mean it's weird yeah it, so it's like yeah. it's different like, it's like good? a great if way you're to really do it. good then it's even weirder right or are you yeah. just johnny knoxville in this shit yeah <laughs> dude there's one youtube channel and it's called uh two rocking grannies i don't know if you've seen it and it's like these old like grandmas and I've they listen it. dude yeah they listen to, i always watch this the songs i'm like this is a gnarly song watch that one just because i know it's like over the top and right. it's so fucking funny uh <laughs> But well, I'm glad I threw that in or she was going to yell at me. So I'll have to wait till the end, but then she'll be satisfied. Right. There we go. <laughs> like usual. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, well, then we'll we'll see you next week. I'm Jeremy uh, Shaw. I'm Liam Flynn. Kirk Felberg. Bye. Ah. Ah.